Hey guys, who's next? It's <laughs> dumb. All right, hey, <laughs> welcome in. It's probably Brockler. Yeah, well, you know what? It turns there out like you're right. Uh, it's jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course the main event. This is the uh, the Tory Smith edition yeah. of yeah, the episode program. 82. Episode number eighty-two. And uh, we got a lot to do this week. Coming up a little bit later on in the show, we're going to make our picks for No Mercy, which is coming up Sunday night in uh, Sacramento, the SmackDown pay-per-view. I do enjoy those commercials. I don't know why. It's, it really has stuck with me, the No Mercy thing. i got to tell you, though, Randy Orton going all in on the Lord have mercy or not. <laughs> it was just so wonderful. Randy Orton's wonderful. <laughs> He's really great. Oh, you're right. He's so great. Um, but yeah, that's Sunday night. We're gonna make our picks, and we got a uh, celebrity guest picker this week. Ooh. Yeah, we have uh, been waiting to put this guy on the show. I don't know why it's taken us this long to make it happen, but uh, I was reminded by uh, one of our listeners, Buck, messaged us last week on Twitter, and it's like, dude, when you having Migs? Come on! I'm like, when are we gonna have Migs come on the show? We've been talking about him for six months. AJ's been on his show, so uh, it's gonna be today. Today we're gonna have Steve Migs from uh, 99.9 KISW. Out in Seattle, BJ and Miggs in the mornings, and the Miggs cast and the mega cast. Steve Miggs will be our celebrity guest picker for this week and our uh, picks for No Mercy on Sunday night. No Mercy. No Mercy. And then uh, Kevin Thorne is going to join us as well, the former Mordecai, the former uh, Kevin Thorne in the uh, WWE as well as ECW. Had a great entrance in uh, ECW. He did have a tremendous entrance as the vampire in ECW. He is going to be part of Primal Conflict Wrestling's event uh, this weekend in, I believe it's in Leesburg. And so uh, we'll talk to him about that, and uh, hell, we'll get his thoughts on whether or not Goldberg should be coming back right now. So that's what we're talking about, right? Like, let's just cut to the chase. Goldberg. Goldberg. We're taping this on Wednesday afternoon. So you got to bear with us. If you listen to this on Thursday, if you listen to this on Friday, and Goldberg went on SportsCenter on Wednesday night and announced something or made it official or whatever he did, we do not have that benefit. So, yes, does it make it assholes a little bit? Yeah, it probably makes us assholes a little bit, but deal with it because I think we have enough smoke at this point, that we can confidently talk about this and what a massive story it is right now in the world of pro wrestling. Um, first of all, just them announcing that Goldberg was going to be appearing on on yeah. Sports Center made you realize, okay, this is a, there's got to be something more here than just a video yeah, game. Yeah, we thought the video game. We thought, okay, maybe he shows up a few times. Him coming, you know, them going out of their way to get him on Sports Center. You yeah. know, using basically using their time because mm-hmm. they could put any one of their guys, and they say, no, 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 we want Goldberg there. He's coming back. Yes. Yeah. And according to Jim Ross, he's coming back for a singular purpose, which is to face Brock Lesnar. The word from JR, and again, you might know more than we do at this point because we're taping on Wednesday, but the word from Jim Ross is that it was likely going to happen at Survivor Dave, Series. Dave Meltzer is also saying. Dave Meltzer is also saying yes. Survivor Series? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's pretty reputable and sources. And Meltzer saying could be announced imminently. Well, uh, presumably yes, it's going to – presumably you all know because Goldberg announced it last night yes. on – or whenever you listen, he announced it Wednesday night on, on SportsCenter. That's the most likely scenario. If, they, if you have an announcement like this to make, you're trying to get some mainstream steam traction – it seems like the type of thing that WWE would do would be to have him announce it on SportsCenter and to use the time like that. So let's get into it. Are we are we giddy? Are we intrigued? Are we meh? Are we what's the reaction? I'm excited. I'm excited for Goldberg for the same reason I was excited for Sting. Actually, I'm more so excited for Goldberg because a I have he's not 57. Yeah, I have <laughs> more of a belief that he's going to be able to put on 
still put on a great match if he wants to. Um, it's a fair question. And I, I think that because of his match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, which a lot of people see as one of the biggest WrestleMania duds of all time, uh, I think he might come back with something to prove. And I think it would look good because it would be a good thing for Brock Lesnar, who has had these dominating performances for a while in WWE and UFC, yeah, <laughs> um, to have someone who comes in who they don't have to make it look like a domination, but Brock still is going to win. Uh, presumably, yes. yes. Presumably, yeah. yes. Um, I'm intrigued for, for what you said. The I don't know that he's how motivated he is. He has every reason to be motivated, and that, that adds to the intrigue. Both of these guys, you know, this, for, for everything that Brock Lesnar has done, he's had a great career. That WrestleMania match is a blemish on his career. It's yeah. a major blemish. That And I think, I think he has made up for it. I don't really think that Brock – I think between what Brock's done since he came back from UFC, I think he's more than made up for that, that WrestleMania match. However, Goldberg hasn't, and because of that, I think that – Brock has extra incentive to try to make this match great yeah. because it is truly his only blemish. Yeah. And if the if, drug test. If, well, yeah, that's exactly. yes. that whole if, thing. If Brock views this as a blemish, this is his chance to right that wrong. This is a chance for them to be like, look, there were extenuating circumstances back in 2004. Let's give them the match we could have given them back then. Now, the question is, especially with both of these guys who we know – you know, they don't necessarily think of their legacy in that way. They think of the dollars more than anything. Do they think of this as we have to put on a good match here? And that's why I'm, I put mine as intrigued yeah. rather than excited. I think that they both understand that in today's day and age, if they put on a good match, it's going to bring them more money. Well, that's true. I also, what's the, if, what's the point of doing this if you're not, if you don't want to do it, if you're not motivated. Goldberg said he wanted Brock Lesnar at Mania, like, what, two years ago? He did, right. Well, Go- Goldberg has said he's wanted, basically, ha- he said, I want to come back, just give me the money. That That's what he's been saying pretty consistently. For but he's also trashed now. WWE at basically every turn that he can get. I mean, he's also gone out of his way to talk about how miserable he was when right. he was in WWE, things like that. So he's, he's kind of giving conflicting signals. At this point, I, does Goldberg... Is he really? Yeah, I mean, he's really trashed WWE a lot. Like, he said a lot of nasty things about the time that he spent in WWE. I mean, he has. But if the check's right, why No, dude, I'm not. No, no, no. No, it's just, it's the mixed checks on, on, uh... Right, the mixed signals are, I I hated WWE, I was miserable in WWE, but I do want one more opportunity. You know what I mean? And, 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 And how much of this is, does he want to be in WWE versus he wants the biggest paycheck he can get, which would be right. provided right. by this WWE. And, and, and both things can be true, but the question is yeah, which one like is more. Yeah, I they need to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, they're definitely not mutually exclusive sure. at all. Sure, I agree with all of that. Look, there's a couple things to keep in mind. One, he's not 57, but he is 49, and let's not forget that. He's 49 when, when years old. He's, he's but he's 49 in his shape. I agree. He's yeah. a beast. He's a monster. He's a, you know, he's all of those yeah. things. Right. And he, and he also no offense to you, couch bums, but he's I mean, I just said he's former a pro athlete. I just said that. At 49, he's probably in better shape than half the roster. Well, I, he's definitely in better shape than me. I'll give you that. Right? <laughs> like, he's definitely got that going on. Um, I, I, the question is, is he in ring shape? That's also a great question. Because he had, I mean, he's worked a few, like the, the Legends of Wrestling thing here and there. Right. But overall, this isn't a guy who's Was that, been, did he wrestle matches at those things? But the best uh, thing is, da, 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 but these are the ones he's talking about. He, he didn't, he didn't wrestle, but he came out and delivered a spear. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be in ring shape to wrestle Brock Lesnar. 
if we're being honest. Right. Those two can just yeah, they're just gonna throw each other around. But even you know, it's not a lot of even when Taker couldn't walk or couldn't barely move, he was having good matches with Brock Lesnar. Well, because you're you're not really grappling. You're not really you know technically wrestling. You're just in there to be a couple of hosses throwing each other around and showing how powerful you are. But it's worth noting that, to my knowledge, he has not been in the match in 12 years. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I believe that. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think he can work a match with Brock Lesnar. Um, It is a quick turnaround to Survivor Series. You know, I don't know when they made this decision that it was going to happen. Presumably, they purposely wanted it to be a quick, because they didn't want to have anything go wrong in the process. They didn't, like, it's been volatile, clearly, between them and and Goldberg. Well, I think that... uh you could say that they were at least thinking about it back when the first 2K17, because right. remember, it had Goldberg, and then people noticed, look, if you look at, in the window, you can see the Suplex City sign there. Like, oh, Goldberg really? staring at the I, su- I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there was, really there was, when he's in the cop car at the end, you yeah. can see the, the reflection of the Suplex, like, he's looking out the window, you can see the Which reflection of the Which ended up being, he was going to Suplex City because, the way that they marketed the game this year is that Downtown. The, game, the game itself is Suplex City. Okay, okay. And that it's Brock Lesnar's world, pretty much. Is well, the game that they, that they market. That's how they market Actually the accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's going to argue if he right. wants to be. Uh... So, so I, I'm probably with you. With you. By the way, I, yes, I have pre-ordered the game, and yes, I will be playing with did, Goldberg. Did, did you get the NXT uh, edition? I don't didn't know there was two editions. <laughs> yeah, there there is the regular and then the NXT edition, which comes with like all sort. You know, it comes with the Nakamura automatically downloadable, and it comes with like a Finn Balor figurine. Yeah, you're gonna need that. I, yeah, you're, I, gonna, I, you're gonna need that. I pre-ordered luckily that one. I, luckily, I can go to GameStop and change my. Yeah. <laughs> I am probably somewhere between the two. I'm probably somewhere between trading excited. Look, you can't not be excited about Brock Lesnar and Goldberg being in a match together. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. In the same match. I mean, come on, man. It's it's big. It's over the top. I the Goldberg phenomenon, even in WWE, as miserable as that experience was for him. Like I remember going. What was the pay per view they did in Hershey that year? It was like a November pay per view. It wasn't it was, Elimination Chamber, was it? I don't know. Uh, Elimination no. Chamber was that fall. That was the big th- when people were like, "This is built for Goldberg to win the Elimination Chamber," and then of course Triple H. Got, and that's kind of the thing that they point to. Well, this is what they got wrong with Goldberg right there. There's right. no reason for Goldberg not to win that. I'm trying there. to. God, I gotta remember which one this was because I went to the pay per view that was in Hershey. It was Unforgiven, uh, and it was Goldberg versus Triple H for the the title. And I remember like. It was the first time I had gone to see Goldberg. Like, I had never been, because I wasn't as much a WCW guy, this was my first time. And I just remember being like, damn, dude, yeah. this is cool. You know, like, this is, yeah. I mean, I'm, just gl- so- I'm really glad this happened. So, yeah, I'm excited. I can't lie. I'm excited about it, oh, even yeah. though I have some trepidation about the things that we've discussed. SAT work, good job. Right, look at, look at me. I'm trying to pretend like I'm smart. Um, but I have some trepidation, yet I am really excited about this match. I think it's going to be, if nothing else, it's sort of like, uh, it's just the big fight feel. It's yeah. the, yeah. It, it feels like it matters Here's more the, because and, these guys and, are And involved. the thing is, when you go into a match and they know it's supposed to be a big fight feel, they usually pull out all the stops. I mean, Seth Rollins versus Sting, to me, d- was the way they handled it, even though Sting kind of getting hurt and, kind of messed up the flow of it. But the way they handled the match was good. I liked the way they did it. I yeah, like, I hear you. But they pulled out all the stops for it, and I think they're going to do that again with Brock Lesnar 
and Goldberg, but I think because of the guys being Brock Lesnar and Goldberg and not being Seth Rollins and Sting, right. I think that the match itself could end up being much better. No, I would tend to agree with that. Now let's have the conversation that we have to have. Is this the right time? I say yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd say that, especially with the the quick turnaround here, like I don't think this was a match that you could have a – you know, you have Goldberg do a run, you have Lesnar do his run, and they meet up at, say, WrestleMania. It just doesn't feel quite right. Well, I don't think either one of them, I don't think Goldberg is probably interested in doing a run. Well, and, and that's, I mean, a, that's the other question. Is this a one-time thing, or is this just a six-month run to, let's say, Mania? I, I could see that's it. Okay. I think it is. See, and I don't even think it's a six-month run. I think Goldberg will be at Survivor Series. I think he'll be at Royal Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. And, he'll, and he'll be eliminated by whoever he's going to feud with at that, That's very okay. reasonable. Okay, so if you're going to have Goldberg at WrestleMania, the question becomes, if if he's going to be there, why wouldn't you have him face Brock Lesnar there? And does that mean that it's sort of crumb number 6,000 that it's because they've got something else for Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania, i.e. The Rock? Is this is this what we Or a sh- title match, yeah. Okay, but... I, I could see either. To, yeah. to be fair. I would scrap a Brock Lesnar title match in favor of Brock well, Lesnar. I would much rather. Uh, oh, Goldberg? You, I don't I know don't that th- I, would. I wouldn't. I would. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar Rock, trust me, that would be no, amazing. No, 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 title but, match. Yeah, right. but I'm, I'm saying Brock Lesnar Rock would be amazing. But what I'm saying is Brock Lesnar Kevin Owens? For trust the, me, it's, for it's phenomenal, but do you have to do it at WrestleMania? You don't have to. Yeah. I think you also don't have to do Rock Brock this year. You mm. could do that pretty much because of the two guys that don't ever, they wrestle. Rock wrestles literally doesn't even wrestle, and then Brock wrestles four or five times a year. Between those guys, you could really do it any time before twenty twenty five. Okay, I'll, I'll listen to that argument. I, I, I think I think the other thing is, and we, we've talked about this in the past. They want to make these dual brand pay per views, the Survivor Series, right. the, everything. They want to make those big deals, like they're putting the takeovers from. And this is how you make this a big deal. No, there's you put no a doubt it's a big matchup. deal. But there's two things involved. Remember, you're doing it at a time where football's going on, so you still have that that you're up against. And we can sit here and say that it's not a big deal, but it is a very big deal. You're going to be doing this match up against a football game that night. And yeah. I don't know what the football game is going to be but that that's night. But that's also why the network's so great. I hear you. You can watch it whenever you want. And I'm going to watch it the next day, and I will enjoy it the next day. And I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think that if you have this... This is immediately one of a a great WrestleMania main event. This immediately, the moment that you have this, is a historically great WrestleMania main event. I don't think you pull the trigger on it unless you know there's a reason why you aren't doing it at yeah, WrestleMania. I think there it makes sense. I I could see a situation unfold where you have these two guys wrestle here, and at Mania you have Rock Brock or uh, Brock for, for versus whoever the champ is. Right. Um, and then you could have, let's say, Goldberg, Bray Wyatt, Goldberg, Cena. Randy Orton, Goldberg, Cena. Okay, so what do we want then? If if you're saying that you're going to have a different match for for Goldberg, what do you want it to be? Because not like I hear you saying all those things, and trust me, they're all big. I want if it's up to me, I want Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt to go over. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want I want Goldberg to lose to Brock Lesnar, right. in, in run theory, rough shot through no WWE. And then lose to Bray Wyatt. Okay, I, and look, In theory, yeah, it's great for Bray. Obviously, that, I, that's not a match that I'm like sitting here saying, "God, I'm I'm dying for that one." You know <laughs> what I mean? Like Bray needs to face Goldberg. Like, you, I, I don't feel that, but I don't I don't feel that Goldberg needed to face Brock. 
Well, I don't I think, think that Goldberg needed to face anybody. I think based on the hole that we're talking about with the first match, WrestleMania match, there was kind of a need for Goldberg to face Brock. I think they need to try to rewrite that history. I think they need to try to do that. I think there's a legitimate reason behind it that you said if if you told me Goldberg's coming back, who if does that's that? the case, then then if he needs to face anybody, it's not Brock. It's Triple H. Well, there's an argument for that. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Goldberg Triple H at Mania? I, I can see that too. Wouldn't really surprise me one bit. That. Wouldn't suck. And that, that would be your marquee. And it would keep Triple H away from the rest of the card, which, yep. you know, like, we all agree we would prefer to have him stay away from the rest of the card because we're just kind of done with that at this point. Yep. Now it would be another Triple H. You know Triple H has to bury him. That's the one thing, <laughs> though, is, like, there's no way that Triple H would allow himself to let Goldberg go over him at WrestleMania. There's just no way. Well, there's, there's no, there's especially no way. If the checks right, I don't think Goldberg would care. I know that Goldberg, well, Goldberg doesn't care. care but that, that, yeah, right. Goldberg doesn't care at all. This is to me, really. Do I want to watch Triple H go over someone else at WrestleMania? Do I really need to see that again? Like essentially a redo of Sting two years ago? Because you know that's what it's going to be. It's going to be some rewritten WCW WWE storyline about how Triple H is the reason that they won the Monday Night Wars, which. <laughs> Still makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, and that's all they're going to do with the storyline if they have Triple H face Goldberg. is going to be Triple H has to go over WCW. Unless they bring back Evolution. What? Oh. <laughs> and, you, and you just do that storyline all over all again. Right, we could always redo that. We can always <laughs> redo that whole thing. Are there any other former football players that, like, you could you could have, you could, you could do some... Done. Goldberg <laughs> and go. Mojo at WrestleMania. Done. Done. Well, well, Ooh, I know we're not talking about SmackDown, but they look good. I agree. Well, I but if you want to be, what about, uh, if, if you were looking to kind of put somebody over, what about Goldberg, Baron Corbin? Another one. Football player, you know, I Football mean. Football player, yeah. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be that marquee matchup that you're looking for. It wouldn't be the, the I think thing that's that you, the problem. I just don't yeah, think if, you if can... you're looking for a marquee, then you're looking at yeah. Cena, you're looking at Triple H. I don't think you're looking at Undertaker, though. I wouldn't completely rule that out either. It's never happened, right? I mean, Not to my knowledge. Yeah, so I mean, that, there's something to be said for that. And, and again, do you really want Undertaker to continue to be? What more does he have to offer to the guys that are on your card? You know what I mean? Like, is it is it really still valuable to Kevin Owens or whoever it would be to face the Undertaker at WrestleMania? Yes. Is it? There's one person that's beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I hear you. So you're saying if they win? Yes. I'm saying it's just to have them face them. Is there is there inherent value for a guy just to face the yeah, Undertaker? Because you're in the main event of WrestleMania. Well, if it's the main event, you're one. You're in. You're, you're in a main event. You're in yeah. a main event of WrestleMania. But presumably, a guy like Kevin Owens is going to be in a main event at WrestleMania either way. Yeah, but it doesn't have to necessarily be Kevin Owens. It could. Be, right. I hear you. I hear you. It could be Finn Balor. And that would probably be valuable for Finn Balor, <laughs> yes. yes. I would tend to agree with that. And I guess it maybe just depends on the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there are things – I wouldn't want Kevin Owens to face you the Undertaker at you, WrestleMania. You, I would love a three-month feud of Big E and the New Day. <laughs> well, I would like a three-month feud with anything with the New Day. Like, if there's one thing we learned from Raw, the New Day in anything. The New Day is so great. Oh, the New Day really? is are so you, are, are, great. <laughs> They burned Kevin Owens so bad. Kevin Owens tried his hardest. Said, you know what else? You know what else? And AJ, I'm glad you brought up the new day being so great. You know what else is really good? Water. I mean, it's just <laughs> tremendous. Yeah, I is. really enjoy. Like when Same I think with of them, cinnamon donuts, chewy chips, ahoy. Oh my god, they're so good. Yeah, we so just was, had them. I was in the grocery store the other day and I saw these and I was like, oh wow. I wonder what that's all about. And I said, you know who would enjoy these? My friends. So I'll get a. I'll but get then a, he realized he didn't have any, so he brought them. Right, I brought them here right. instead. Yes, correct. So I, I brought I bought a pack and I texted you guys and I said, I, "Dude, you know I bought these like on Sunday and I managed to save them until today." 
Like impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was real tough. You should are, you that, are you still saving that kidney stone or no? I am still saving the kidney stone too. <laughs> I actually have to have surgery for something unrelated next week. They're I'm, gonna find it. I'm really asking, like, hey, while you're in there, could you just poke around and see if you can't come up with that kidney stone that's in there? Uh, but yeah, the cinnamon donut, chewy chips, ahoy, are out of control. Dude. Yeah, they're really like good. they're stupid. Good. They're small. They're like they're very small. They're babies. But they're so effing excellent. Test me one more. Mm, maybe. We'll see. Here. Can you catch? Turns out he can. There How about go. that? Um, yeah, they're so So good. Weird. Where are they on anyway, the... Anyway, on. Hang on real quick before we move on. The Chewy Chips Ahoy Power Rankings. It rides with hot. Above the Reese's because the Reese's were really yeah, good. they're better than I wasn't, a, I wasn't a huge fan of the Reese's. What? I just I didn't think that the the cookie and the Reese's ended up being in it. You guys are drunk. Very delicious. I, if I'm getting yesterday, I was, but today. Nah, fair enough. Well, after watching that baseball game. Yeah, um, exactly. What about the? How'd you feel about the birthday cake? Oreos. They were Oreos. They were Oreos. Yes. Yes. And those are above these. What were the Oreos we had the night of the the party? Those are the fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Those are the best of Dude, all time. That might be the greatest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Yeah, you're right. It's like the cinnamon roll Oreos, a little bit above. Mm, the cinnamon roll Oreos were really good too. But these cinnamon donut chips for Hoyas, that's a ten and a half. Yeah, dude. I would suggest you go out to your that local is, grocer. That was really tremendous. Chips Ahoy, you can uh, send us the check. Uh, yeah, please bit. by all means. Check, check. So what were you saying? Oh yeah, you you like the that? New the day. New Day is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's, you, so want that the, the you want Big E to face uh, Undertaker? I want Big E to face whoever has the strap or Undertaker. Or a of his Undertaker with a strap. Oh, man, that would be even better. <laughs> that would be even better. All right, so what do we want to do here? Do we want to go ahead and get into Raw? Do, are we abandoning the, the, the Goldberg conversation? Are we, I, I think, I I think, think we, we covered it. Yeah. I mean, Let, let's get a little bit into Raw, kind of right. quick, quick. Uh, all right, well, obviously the story of Raw this week was the women's title. I mean, that was the story. Yeah. And, the, and I, it was a great match. It was a great match. They put it in the main event spot, which, you know, like, did you get the feeling when they made it the main event that – it had to be that they were doing a title change. No, I thought they were before that. Okay, I thought it was going to be a title. I thought it was clear that what we were talking about the other week was true. That the plan was to give Sasha a long run, and then they weren't sure if Sasha was going to be able to go because her back. Right. And then she was cleared by the doctors and able to actually. They realized she wasn't. Going to, it wasn't as bad as they thought. So they wanted to get back on board with what they were doing with Sasha, okay. which. To me, makes a lot of sense when you just brought up Bailey. You can work something there because do you really? I mean, face face Sasha is great. Don't get me wrong, but she can be a face for six. She could be a face from now until February, yeah, and then turn on Bailey, and then you got a Sasha Bailey. You got Sasha Bailey at WrestleMania. And I guess that's the question. That's is huge. How you're weaving Dana Brooke into this? You still have. I think. Well, th- I think yeah, that's why Emma's back. coming back. Mm. Emmalina. Emmalina. Mm-hmm. And you still have Nia Jax in the mix as well. Yep. Yeah. She can be a stopgap feud if nothing else. So you think that this that Sasha then carries all the way to WrestleMania? I do. Okay. I don't think you take the belt back off of Charlotte if your plan isn't to have Sasha have the belt until Mania. Okay, I can understand that because I, to me, I thought it made more sense to keep the belt on Charlotte just because she's such a good heel that you like the idea of of Charlotte being the one that everyone's pursuing, and then someone gets their moment at Mania. Maybe it's Bailey who has to toil for a little while, and then Bailey gets to be the underdog going into WrestleMania. But I do like, trust me, I have no problem with Sasha and Bailey and having Sasha turn heel like that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I think Dana Brooke is a real player in all of this. I think they're high on Dana Brooke. I think you can tell how high they are on Dana Brooke because. She has been involved in everything that has yep. happened yeah. in the women's division. And I, I think that it also serves um, 
if we're looking to how we get to the Rumble, uh, you can kind of pull Charlotte out for a little bit to deal with Dana Brooke and for you know the rest of the fall if they really wanted to. Yeah. You, you pull her away from there, then you bring Charlotte back around you know Rumble season or something. You get her in a triple threat, and then you you make your way towards Mania. There there are definitely ways to do it without it seeming too awkward or having too many you know repeat yeah. matches in there. Yeah, I'm good with that. I have no problem with that. I thought. It was interesting too. They brought up that Charlotte's undefeated. Um, that was in, odd. In pay-per-view main event or pay-per-view title defenses, like that smells to me like they're trying to to go somewhere with that. It also kind of was foreshadowing a little bit. Right, and, I mean, and like, Sasha, you know, winning the title both on Raw. That right. is an interesting thing. And you know, I don't mind them bringing. I don't know if they have necessarily have a plan, but even if they don't, just kind of planning that. Seed I hope in they your have mind. a plan for it. I, I I do too. But even if it's just they want to plant that seed in their in your mind that now we have to for every for, from now on whenever Charlotte is in the pay-per-view match we have to think is this well, but it's only title defenses is it only title defenses that's what you said was, she, was, she was undefeated in title defenses on pay-per-views because you like she lost the tag team match over the summer like, okay she's so, lost so singles matches I don't think she's lost a singles match on pay-per-view because she won it pretty quickly don't forget right. she won it well, yeah, I mean, I, I, she's been the champion for the most part so yeah. these, she's been champ 12 in the last 15 months yeah, so I mean, it, she has not had really any opportunities yeah. to lose. Right. I think it's interesting. I think yeah. it's the type of thing that you they they should continue to roll with. I think it's a good thing. I I liked them bringing it up. I agree. It was again further foreshadowing of what was to come. And the fact they eliminated you know they Dana Brooke before the match started, like it all was good storytelling, and it created a great moment at the end of Raw. It created this really cool thing. Yeah. Um, it, you're in a battle to get attention because you're up against Monday Night Football, and it was something that people could talk about. It was something, all of it kind of worked. And the match was great. The and, match was tremendous. And anybody who calls that corkscrew uh, moonsault a botch is an idiot. I, I definitely agree with you. It definitely wasn't a botch. I question just the the physics of that move, whether they should have been doing it that at how, all. But. Yeah, I've only... Physics of that move that I question is how the hell she did it. Right. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is how she did, how she landed safely. Like that's the move that it should, it doesn't look like you should be able to land safely with she that move. Was, didn't she used to choose a cheerleader or? I gym? think uh, she but, was. But going that high to that low, coming down basically, coming down vertically like that, it's not something you see very often. Yeah. And, and usually it's because of the safety. It's, it was. It's just like. Um, Remember when Cody used to do the kind of that moonsault? He did it once off the cage to the to uh, off the cage to Road Dog, and yeah. Road Dog after was like, "I can't catch him. It's not physically possible to do it." That's kind of the same thing. It's like, should she really have been doing it? Well, you know what? It looked good and it worked. So yeah, in a she big should've. spot too. Yeah, it really good in a big spot. I, I think the question is, uh, do they now go to Hell in a Cell? Do do they pull that they trigger? Have to. And you you there's too much. There is too much right now. I think it actually looks worse for them now if they don't do a women's match in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I think it's a, a worse look for them at this point no. because there's too much conversation about it. No. Why? I don't, I don't think that they I don't think that they are ready for that step yet. I don't why not? Women. I mean the I mean the women themselves. You don't think that they can't that you don't think they can tell a story? I think they can tell a story, but I think if you look at the hell in a cell matches we've had in the last couple of right. years between Brock and Undertaker and Roman and Bray. But I don't think and you this have year's to gonna have be it. Roman and Rusev and we're but, assuming but that chain, but that's Seth a good... and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna have three oh, so one of two things happens. Either the main event of your show uh, called Hell in a Cell is not a Hell in a Cell match, or you have three Hell in a Cell matches. What's wrong they've, with that? They've done it before. Yeah. And it's just because the paper is called Hell in a Cell. I just don't think there's gonna be three Hell in a Cell matches. Okay. I mean, 
One, they have not said anything about the main event being in a Hell in a Cell yet. Now, again, I can't. It should be. I can't it, it fathom, better be. Yeah, I yes. can't fathom it not be. I also have no issue with them doing three. I, I Especially because think, I think. It, what have they done three Hell in a Cell matches? I'd have to go back and look. But I think that one of the things is. one of the reasons I'm pretty sure they only do two every year. Ever since it's been called. I can't remember a third, but that doesn't, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I can say that with any level. Of I, I think one of the ways that you can argue for it this time as opposed to last time, because I agree with you that I think that, you know, uh, we had talked before about putting like lots of matches, you know, having a cage pay-per-view or something sort of like TNA did. And I always said, you know, one of the problems is, well, then you have kind of the same match happening over and over. Because this is specifically a women's match and it would be very different from the other two matches. It is sort of like a completely different thing. Yeah, I, I think you can get away with it this time. Look, I, I would be all. I think it would be a great match. I think I think that Sasha and Charlotte would be able to do great things yeah. in there. By the way, in the last, I just don't. In the last three years, I've only had two. I'm, uh, I, I'm aware. I'm, I'm telling him. I know, you, I'm, yeah, just, I'm just. I'm, I'm just aware. But um, when when they had uh, like, I just don't think that WWE like. When was the last time we saw a women's stipulation match? Period. I know it's it's very rare. There was one there was women's a, cage match. There was a women's ladder match on NXT, right? Was there? <sighs> I don't know that I there was. I don't remember that. But we've been talking like we can't use the past for this because they are trying well, to yeah, push the boundaries the, more is, and more. By the my buddy uh, uh, Kevin Eck, our friend Kevin Eck, who uh, of course. Um, Used to be a writer for the WWE and lives around here. He now writes uh, for my company, Pressbox. And Kevin wrote the column that said it's time for WWE's female stars to go to hell. And I, I think what he's what what's being touched on right now makes it look worse for WWE if they're not willing to do it. I think now there's there's pressure. There's you have the right storytellers. You have the right story. You have this intense rivalry between Charlotte and Sasha Banks. It's very physical. You're doing things in the main event of the match on, on Raw, as Aaron pointed out, that you might not want to have your performers doing. You're going to certain depths. If you won't take this into Hell in a Cell, what would you? Yes, especially when you're trying to push over and over again. You know, we're women. We can do anything the men. Like, that's, that's one of their taglines. We can do anything the By men. By the way, the steel do. cage match, Kevin uh, said, was the it was on Raw between Lita and Victoria in 2003. Yes, that happened. And uh, just while, while we're doing facts here, in 09 they did do three Hell in a Cell matches. It's obviously okay. been a while, though. Okay. But it's happened, yeah. right, is, is, is your point. And I, I, I do think it's a totally different concept by saying we're doing a women's Hell in a Cell match. And I really do believe that if they're going to sell how much they've done and Look, look how much we're pushing the women's division. And the women are right on par with the men. We're having the main event. We're having them do all these things. You know, the, 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 t- the women's title matches are one of the top three matches on the card. I think that you're in a really tough spot because every it's so easy for all of us to say this rivalry makes sense to blow off in Hell in a Cell if you're ever going to do it. If you're ever going to do it, you've got it. You think one of those girls going to get busted open? No, no, I don't. Not. I don't think there's a chance of that. I don't think there's a chance they would do that. I still don't know that they're going to do the match. You know what I mean? Like, I just think that right now you look worse if you don't than if you do. I think if you do, yes, you're going to deal with a little bit of people. Let's that are be like, honest. Charlotte should get busted open. I have no in homage to her. Right? Yeah. In homage I, to I her think father. that would actually be great, honestly. And it, I think that if her, her I don't think blonde hair just. Flowing cover. Right. If you're talking about something Old WWE isn't ready, not ready for, for yeah. they are not I don't ready. Think they're ready for, for that. But I'd love for them to be. I'd love for them to be ready to do it because I think it would state a lot about. And I think that Charlotte is the perfect person to do it because of what you're talking about. She's done nothing. She has seen this her entire life. She knows how the business works, right? Like if anybody's going to do it, Charlotte would make sense to be the one to do it. So I'm for it. I just, I really am genuinely believing that you almost have to. 
at this point, that you almost just make yourself look worse if you're not willing to let the girls do the Hell in a Cell match. That you just, you put yourself in a spot where it's too easy to judge. Like, really? You, you got it. It's all in front of you, but you won't let them. What what really is all that bad about putting them inside of a, 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 a cell? Like, seriously? Imagine Charlotte and, and Sasha on top of the cell. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah, it probably won't go that way. Again, if they give if that anybody Charlotte, should be on top of the cell, it should be the that's women. That's a good point. Like, They're the lightest one. That's a good yeah. point. I would Charlotte argue, does the corkscrew move. I would, argue that, I would argue that if they do it, they'll keep it as simple as they possibly can. That they'll do it for the sake of doing it. You know it, what I mean? It'll be more, a, more or less a singles match in a cage, which we, or in a cell, which we have seen. Yes, we, correct. We, we've seen the Orton first time. and Cena yes. do it like that. They didn't use the cell at all in that match. I would think they would probably keep it closer to that just because, hey, we're making progress. It's a step. We're just not ready to go all in on, on that quite So yet. you don't think they're going to bring thumbtacks out? No, I think they'll probably avoid the thumbtacks, but I do think they'll definitely have somebody jump off the top of the cell onto I think Charlotte will definitely jump on top of the cell onto She'll do the, a triple the announce table. Salt right. onto the announce table. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think that's coming in the Hell in a Cell match. It's the triple moonsault from atop the cell. Alright, uh, quickly, through the rest of Raw. Um, Jericho and Owens was yeah, delightful. Gold, right, delightful. They're, they're and then amazing. New Day comes out. Gold. I, I, I love... And then I, their interactions between each really other. It's really good, I agree. Gold. I, I, I will say, I thought that the, the beginning of that segment with just Jericho and Owens in the ring and, and the way perfectly done. Like, that is how their characters should react. Like, Absolutely. Like, Jericho should not just want to be a lackey. He should want to get something out of this, like the tag titles. Owens should not really care about the tag titles. But well, if Jericho kind of prods him towards it, he should be like, oh yeah, I'd much rather do this than have you as an enemy. And also, it does. you have to continue to talk about the strange bedfellow nature of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't pretend like this isn't still very odd and that we don't all know that at some point it's going to combust. And how over is Jericho? He's, it's a 13 because he's because <laughs> he's heel Chris Jericho and and things that have been better than heel Chris Jericho in the history of professional wrestling is a really short list. I mean, yeah, it's a yeah. really short You're list of things better than heel Chris Jericho. Heel Chris Jericho is a godsend. Yes, like as a professional wrestling fan, you said I, when he when he left the screen and uh, with uh, Masterson and Kutcher. And came so by the way, they the were pretty good too. Yeah, they were. yeah, they were. Fine. And they yeah. were actually, they were actually really good. My, my big beef is that nobody, not even just them, nobody in the, uh, uh, in the, at the announce table shut the hell up during the match or called the match at all while they were there. Yeah. But the, the, it, the things that they were saying was actually not bad. They were actually one of my favorite on the mic. Like, they were announce comfortable. Yeah. Uh, guests that yeah. they've ever done. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it was funny when he came, when Jericho came back around the other side to say it, I almost lost my damn Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just so. I almost lost my mind. It's just so amazing. He's gotten a clipboard the over. Stupid, right? He's gotten a clipboard the, the concept of the list is one of the dumbest things in the history of professional wrestling, right? Like, I'm just going to make a list of things I don't like. Oh, I, God damn it. There's nothing in the world I want more than to be on the list. Like, the list is great. The list of Jericho is everything. Yes, uh, Owens and Jericho are doing the Lord's work right now. Like they are just doing incredible work, and everything about that segment was was wonderful. I think it was smart for them to reference the fact that people are talking about the fact that the New Day have kind of jumped the shark. I think you you don't. And, and the best thing about it was he said that, and then the New Day proved that they haven't, and that they, they great, shoved right. it right they back in his face. The whole thing was really, really good, man. I just I can't say enough wonderful things. About that entire interaction, it was tremendous. I, I, I don't, I don't know that there was anything on Raw that I particularly. He said, "What has it been about six months? You guys jumped the shark." <laughs> and Xavier goes, first of all, Kevin, yeah, you know us. Look at us. 
do we look like we can swim? <laughs> and, then he said, and then he said, and by the looks of you. Yeah, you haven't jumped over. You haven't jumped, jumped over, over anything. anything. Yeah. Darn, uh, I was It was really great. It was really, really great. And I, I thought Raw overall was just a very good, like. Oh, finally Braun Strowman said the thing that I've been waiting yeah, for uh, him to yep. say forever, which is, hey, I don't know if you noticed, I'm Braun Strowman. Maybe not every week should I be facing a jobber. Yeah, who, like, who's he going to face next week, who do you think? I don't I, – like, the only person that logically needs the work is Sami Zayn, you know what I mean? And I don't know that you want they, to – They won't go that high there. They'll, they'll go, like – No. Our truth <laughs> Okay, go but gold let's dust. not pretend they'll like go. they haven't basically been having Sami Zayn do oh, shit yeah. recently. I mean, he had the match uh, my, my, my one hope is – Right. He won. I, correct. He won a match versus Titus. <laughs> If you have him competitive with Braun, like let's Darren say- Young, that's who it is. Oh God, it better. Oh my God. Well, no, I mean, if you're looking for someone to be fed, it's. But probably- I'm not looking for someone to be fed. I'm looking for competition there for Braun Strowman. That's, that, his that's, whole that's the gimmick. problem. His that's whole gimmick is that for, he, right now I don't there's, there's no anything wrong with you giving know him who, some you competition. Know, you know what? You said we have. They probably didn't want to do Lesnar. Goldberg at WrestleMania because they have an idea oh, for yeah, Lesnar. Strowman, Strowman, and, yeah. and Lesnar well, versus Strowman. They thought about putting him in uh, the Undertaker match last year. Lesnar Strowman right. at WrestleMania. That's yeah, it's too. I would love that. Match. Or Goldberg Strowman. No, I think Goldberg Strowman would actually be better if you, you keep if you protect Strowman one, yeah. if you have him not lose between now and then and he's yeah. got a streak right. Yeah. Like yeah, like I got a little streak, bit of streak streak. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I think you could do. Um, what else? Anything else from Raw? No, I, it, was, it was just overall kind of a solid show. Was, nothing, I, nothing jumped out. Again, they're in this tough spot where they're up against football. Yep. I think it was better than last when they were also up against the debate, and yes. they just uh, they're clearly mailing it in. This week they they tried some things: the women's match, the main event, bringing out some celebrity guest stars. They were also in L.A., which helps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're gonna create a bigger atmosphere when you're in L.A. But overall, I thought it was a a, a good show. People booed Roman again. Yeah, that's true. They, they certainly did. There's no doubt. It, it was that. L.A. L.A. is becoming one of the smarkier cities, so you kind of yeah. it's weird, that right? Like, not really. You got to think about it. There's what nine million people in L.A. I guess so. You're going to find some. That's kind of what the yeah. smart cities are turning yeah, into. That's, true. that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So you, you you deal with that for. I don't think it was. I don't think it was bad. You know, I, mean, I think it was a problem. No, I it wasn't a problem. The thank you, Lana, was a little. Yeah, that was. That was probably all right. You're right. That was probably a little over the top. That was yeah. probably a bit over the top. But yeah. I also think that people kind of just. I think in- they're probably just booing him just because he's always in the main event and he's never. <laughs> Does he, he ever put on t- good matches? He never takes ne- pins and no. he never puts on good matches. And- all right. Okay. I was right. just trying to figure out if that was if <laughs> yeah, that was. That's the probably case. what it is. If that was the case for any of it. All right. When we come back in. Uh, we will make our picks. We will get ready for No Mercy on Sunday night. Uh, our boy, Steve Miggs from uh, KSW in Seattle is going to join us. He'll be our guest picker. And we're rolling over our last bet. That was what we agreed, right? Yep. The, the Alexa yep. Bliss the, bet. The Alexa Bliss bet rolls over. I bet Miggs would be down for that, right? Like, he'll participate. I think so. Yeah. So we have... We, we, we could do we could do this differently where he... We just do one loser? We do one loser One loser between Migs. all four of us. Yeah. All right. We got to put that. We'll put it to him. But I'm, right, I yeah. bet. I, Steve Miggs. Oh, he doesn't have any hair. Well... You right? Neither do you guys. What are you talking So what we were going to do? How are we going to do It was gonna... lipstick. Oh, just lipstick. I like the lipstick and the eyeshadow and lipstick. Have you thought about the possibility that like one of us is going to do it, we're going to look like Alexa Bliss, and then you're going to kind of maybe get a little steamed up? Like, Have you, have you worried about that at all? Uh, I mean, I've seen both of you, and I don't think lipstick. You can put lipstick on a pig, but it doesn't make it Halle Berry. All right, fair. Speaking of Halle Berry, we'll get to that segment three. We are getting to that segment three. For the record, I've never been on Space Mountain. Just for the record, I just want to throw that out there. All right, uh, we'll come back in. We'll talk to Steve Miggs and make our, make our picks. It's Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. 
Don't miss Jim McKay Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 22nd at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is 12:15 with 11 exciting races, great entertainment on the track, and a collector's cap too. Don't miss out on the fun at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 22nd. Maryland Million Day. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash GameDay. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and GEICO. Hi, I'm Marietta English, President of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas, goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A, our temporary location. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year. Thank you. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan. With the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, we'll look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Stan the Fan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. All right, back in here, segment number two. It is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and, of course, the main event. AJ Francis, and now a man who uh, we have been friends with for some time through uh, AJ. You're welcome. This all started when AJ was... (laughs) Actually, he's probably gotten us more listeners than we have, so (laughs) you should say you're welcome. Uh, this, this, you guys hooked up down at WrestleMania because AJ was playing for the Seahawks at the time and he does mornings out in Seattle at KSW 99.9 BJ and Miggs. He is the great Steve Miggs and he joins us. Yes. Now. What's up, buddy? I'm good, guys. It's really it's, it's it's good to be back on the show. I like that I got bumped up from segment three. Now I'm on segment number two, man. I'm working my way up to segment one. It's just you know what's funny. It's been too long. And then somebody mentioned last week. They're like, dude, when you get Migs back on the show, we're like, shit. When are we getting Migs back on the show? And we needed that was a- my alter ego. <laughs> it was actually you. <laughs> That's really go. funny. We needed. I, I actually have to run out the door though. I'm going down the street to DDP's house. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. What the, 
have, all right, have you ever been? Because we handled it really well. Because like we're di- you know, like we're nothing. Like we understand that. But you host a fucking top-rated morning show in Seattle. Have you ever had anyone dick you like that in a, in the middle of an interview? Oh yeah, lots of times, man. Sometimes people are just like, "Yeah, I gotta go." What? And I'm like, "Son of a bitch, we just got the." the I, I felt bad for you guys. I'm listening, and and you got great stories. He I'm was like, killing it. He was yeah. murdered. I really think if you would have gave us ten more minutes, it would have been probably our best segment we ever did. Oh my oh, god, there, dude. Yeah. He was. He was. I, I'm. I'm like. I can't believe we're high fiving in the room. <laughs> we're like, dude, his Macho Man is a ten. Yeah. He's telling amazing stories. He sounds like he's clean. He's not fucked up. That's great news, right? Like. Wow, Dude, this could how great that they hear him like fully lucid. And, oh yeah, and he sounds young again. Yes. yes, and so we're all wiling out about and, and AJ like jerks off to Scott Hall at night. Like it's it's just a whole thing. So that statement's more factual than I'd care to. Have. <laughs> I'd care so to we couldn't be and like he starts to like just start rambling. We're like, all right, Scott, like we got a lot more questions. So yeah. like, why don't you let us get into the question? And then gotta go. And we're like, what? Yeah, what? The, 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 me and Glenn kind of looked at each other when he talked about the hair. We're like, no, he's not going to say yeah, what he's going to dog us like this. What the fuck? I got to say, I wrote it down. Uh, him saying I got to get my hair fried, dyed, and parted on the side so I can look sweet this weekend might be one of the greatest. It was a good line. That, that was was good line. That's the greatest way to leave an interview <laughs> ever. If you're going to leave an interview, you might as well do it that way. God damn it, man. I appreciate As a bald guy, I need to start using that line because I really fuck with people. Well, I appreciate you throwing that at us. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate that. It was oh. funny because you guys set it up before the interview started, and you're like, hey, just to let you know it's shorter than usual. Well, and you can, you can kind of hear in his voice towards the end when he's like, yeah, I hope everyone comes to Maryland. I hope you guys come. I'm like, oh, here comes the big sign-off. I, like, I already knew it. Like, the foreshadowing was amazing. Well, we So we taped the interview, and we were all just, like, staring at each other. Like, did that just fucking happen? Like, did this, did this, like, and again, like, we, dude, you have no idea. Like, he's told us he was going to come on before because he's from here. And so, right. like, he's told us before, yeah, I'll come on with you, and just didn't show, didn't post at all. So I texted these oh. guys last Tuesday. I said, look. Scott Hall says he's good for, for whatever time it was, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, whatever the fuck time it was. I said, i got to be honest with you, though. Like, I'm not banking on it, right? And we get to whatever time it was supposed to be, 1 o'clock, whatever it was, and no call. And I'm like, yeah, it's about what I expected. So we didn't plug it in the first segment. If you go back and listen to the first segment, we didn't mention it. I think we right. mentioned it. We had no idea. So then, out of nowhere, I mean, literally out of fucking nowhere. Literally nowhere. We were expecting a call from someone else. Yes. The the phone rings and we're like, there's no way, right? Yeah, I had to record an interview for my other show. And so, I'm like doing the interview and all of a sudden the phone rings again. I'm like, oh, they probably just called back to like make sure that it went well, you know what I mean? And then, it's fucking Scott Hall. Yeah. Wow. And we're like, no shit. So we're all stoked. So we're, that's why I really wasn't that pissed because I didn't expect to talk to him at all. Right. Yeah. The right. fact that we got anything out we of We got it. eight more minutes out of that dude <laughs> than yeah. we thought we were going to get. Also, I, the, by the magic of editing, I actually took some of the pre-interview conversation that we were having and I put oh, it no into way. the interview. Yeah, it's the magic of radio editing. The story about AJ at WrestleMania was actually from the pre-interview conversation. Yeah, before we had, we were going to go live and then... Glenn was like, well, since it's so short, I can definitely yeah. splice I'm like, that I know how we can add another minute to this interview. It's, I can cut some of that out of it. You have so. to slow down the audio a little bit. Just so yeah. There we go. <laughs> a little bit longer. God, man. All right. So um, so here's the deal. You're going to be our guest picker this week for uh, no, okay. no Mercy on no Sunday mercy. night. No, mer- no Mercy. Um, but here's the deal. We have rolled over our bet from uh, last pay-per-view, and now we're throwing you in it whether you like it or not. 
Yeah, I, I was trying to remember, and I'm like, gosh, I've, I've, I have too many holes in my brain from some things no, it's, that are questionable. It's, it's, it's fine. It, it, it's I, fine. You don't I listen. can't remember what the bet was. You don't have to listen to every episode. Trust me. We don't listen to every episode well, of the Megacast Here's the either. thing. Whoever loses this one, whoever loses this week, and this includes you now, has to uh, put on makeup like Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Do a show in, in makeup. Well, I mean, why? That's nothing different than what I do every fair day. Enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> so there you go. So you just have to do your show, basically, is the way that it goes. We don't care which show uh, it is. Whatever show you want to do, if, if it's if it's if not you, the morning, if you do, if the, you want to do the morning, morning show, show, great. You're more than welcome to do it. If it's just the Megs cast, Meg, Meg's cast, Meg's, Meg's cast. Jesus Christ, like the Mega Megs cast. Like it's fucking Family Guy. It's Meg from Family Guy as a podcast. Uh, if you want to do the Megs cast or the Mega cast, that's fine too. Whatever show it is, you just got to do a show in Alexa Bliss makeup. If you lose, all right. I, I I'm I'm leaning towards doing it on BJ and Meg solely because it will make BJ very uncomfortable right. if I'm sitting Excellent. in the room wearing makeup. So, so what you're saying is you just kind of want to throw lose, this but week. It's a win-win. <laughs> All right. The other deal is if there are multiple losers, that, uh, that's the deal. If there is a tie, if there's a tie. All of the losers have to do it. Yes. All right. So oh, yeah, oh, that, fuck. yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> All right, Steve Miggs, uh, you know how this works. Aaron will tell us uh, what the match is. Uh, AJ gets to make the – well, do we let, we let the guest make the first pick every guest, time, Guest right? makes the first yep. pick. Guest always makes first pick. Then we go uh, in order, uh, AJ the first time, me the second time, Aaron the third time. See, I, and I'm screwed because I'm historically bad. I always pick how I want the match to end. It is brutal. Never, yep. I always get it wrong. I always lose to people who don't even know anything about wrestling. So I'm, I'm, we, I have a We've all been there. The, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we all lost to Brent Grimes, so. Yeah, this is the way it goes. <laughs> the way it goes. Every single one of us lost to Brent Grimes. All right, uh, Aaron, no mercy. Sunday night, 8 o'clock on the uh, WWE Network, which is available for uh, 1747 or something. I don't know. Like what, what's I'm the on. exchange rate out in Seattle? <laughs> yeah, I believe it's uh, 69 69 yeah. right now. Yeah, you're practically a different country there, right? Jesus. You got different laws for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Not for the football players, though. You guys still got to oh, get no, tested. Oh, no, the laws are the same. Well, yeah, but you guys still got to get tested. All right, uh, Aaron, what's our first match? Uh, first match, we got a singles match between Nikki Bella and Carmella. Steve Miggs. Oh, man, what was. Uh... What did Nikki Bella say about Carmella? I, I mean, Carmella said she called her like a, a, a thirsty Kardashian, which she I did. thought was just awesome. Yeah, no, I thought uh, it was the other way around. I thought that's episode. what I thought Carmella said that about Nikki Bella. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, that was great. She was good on commentary. She yes, was. she was. Gosh, I'm excited about this one. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going with God. Here I go picking the person who I want. I, I made a. Uh, I had my buddy make me a T-shirt that says "Fabulous" on it, and I went to NXT in Dallas wearing that. So I'm going with Carmella. Wow. Nice. Wow. All right, AJ. Oh, man. This is a tough pick. It's tougher than you would think, but I think that it would be good for Carmella to win. It would be very good for Carmella to win. But I also think that Nikki Bella is a TV show that just came out. Correct. <laughs> so, Damn it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go Carmella. All right, I like it. Nikki Bella won. Is Nikki, is John Cena's girlfriend in this match? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know how you have Nikki Bella lose just days after you unveiled her. I just can't fathom. You just unveiled her TV show on E. Like, Nikki Bella's winning. Yeah. She's winning the match. She, uh, Carmella has gotten a great rub in this, and I feel like the fact that she's destroyed Nikki every time they've touched over the past month means that Nikki can get the win here, so I'm going with Nikki. Yeah. I I mean, trust me, I, I would prefer to be Carmella like you boys. I assure you. I think that Carmella's great and I'd like to see her. I think that, I just think the feud's not done. Do they need to have her stop saying how you doing? 
Do they need to have her? I would, I would go with, I, I agree yes. with you, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. they need to have, stop having her say that because, and then did you notice that her accent kind of went out a little bit when she was doing commentary? <laughs> like when she got excited, she forgot she was supposed to be doing it in an accent. No, she's I actually like, didn't. Go back and rewatch. It's pretty great. Like she just has a moment where she's like, and, and she goes like perfectly right back into it, but she just utterly forgot as she got excited that she was supposed to stay in accent. All right, next Dude, many, many years ago, we had uh, Kofi Kingston back when he was still from Can, Jamaica. Yeah. And we're having him on the show. He's in studio. And you could just see, like, as the interview goes on, he just gets more and more annoyed with himself having to speak. And by the end of it, he's just not even an accent anymore. Right, he's not even like, right. what happened to his accent? I'm like, well, do you want to do it all the time? I wouldn't. Right. You gotta Especially wait. if I'm not even Jamaican. Right. He's from right. God. Right? Like, come on, man. He's a dude from Boston. He's like, come on, enough with this. Yeah, no doubt. All right, next match. Uh, next match, we have Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Usos for mm, the tag titles. Mm, Steve Miggs. Uh, uh, I feel like this time my actual what I want to happen will happen, and I, the Usos. you got to go with it. I love yes. what they're doing right now. I love they've changed the music. They've changed their look. That's exactly how you should make a switch from uh, a babyface to a heel, in my opinion. And I'm, I've always been a fan of those guys, and I just think what they're doing right now is the, is, is the best incarnation of the Usos. It's time to put the straps back on those boys. Could they make it more obvious that they're, they're doing it, by the way, by the fact that they're still continuing the other feud? Like, they're not even right. really having the Usos yeah. feud with these guys because they know. <laughs> Ethan and Rhino have barely been on TV the Correct. Last couple weeks. Like, the, the feud is between the Usos and American Alpha, which is great, and I can't wait to get it, but we just have to get through this. And, yes, of course the Usos are winning this match. Yes. There's no doubt. Yes. And I don't mean to be a nitpicker. I don't know what you guys think. I, I probably overthink these things. It might be because something's legal here in Seattle. But <laughs> he, he's later. How is that guy living in a double wide? With he's got some sick tattoo work done. Yes, a guy that's like, like how is he able to be the Mister Poor guy with all these kids? Like they're trying to portray him as because he's well, got like the technically, tattoos. technically, Steve, you don't need to be poor to live in a. That's double true. You might just really like living in. Brett Favre's first NFL contract, he bought four acres of land and put a double wide right in the middle of it. Did he really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, stand corrected, AJ. Also, corrected. keep in mind, didn't we find out that Jamie Noble was also living in a trailer this week? Well, that's why. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, didn't we well, find he that w- out? Was he living there or was he oh, just he... visiting? He, it was definitely in okay. a trailer park. But I mean, let's it's just. possible. Right? And that's Jamie Noble, who was part of J&J's security, which I'm not sure if you remember, was the greatest thing in the history of ever. So, yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, top five, top five, it could top just five. be a. Ch- Plus, you're on the road all the time. So, you, like, unless you're John Cena, unless you're making, like, insane amounts of money. Do you really want to have, like, a massive house? You know what I mean? I guess Seamus does. Seamus has a massive <laughs> house, and he rents it out to other people. Right, like AJ, yeah. for some reason. Um, yeah, AJ's not renting out Heath Slater's house, is he? No. No, no, I'm probably not going to go ahead and do <laughs> no, that. Although, when they not. get that above-ground pool, I mean, you Still might. Not. No? No. Okay. no, no, I'm good off that. You're picking the Usos, right? I'm definitely with yeah. the Usos. Yes. Right, that's what I figured. Uh, Clean sweep for the Usos, because, of course, they're winning this match. Like, this, this is the most obvious call in the history of professional wrestling. And I don't, uh, what yeah. I, and I do appreciate the fact they're not even hiding from it, which is fine. Yeah, probably the most obvious call since Taker over, uh, Lesnar, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody got that, right? <laughs> was it 30 to 1 for, uh, Lesnar? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, let, let's go to the women's title, and, uh, Becky Lynch faces Alexa Bliss in this one. Steve? Oh, man. Um, I really like what Alexa Bliss is doing these days. I, I, I like to see this program continue because I think I was blown away by how great she's been. I just always picture her as the, 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 the valet in, in NXT, and what she's been doing has been pretty awesome. But Becky Lynch, 
I'm, I, I think, yeah, I think she's winning. I, I love Becky Lynch. I think she's awesome. I think she's got to stay away from that Becky Balboa thing. I think that was a little hokey, but on, on, on the whole, I, I enjoy what Becky Lynch is doing. I think she's a great champion for the SmackDown brand, so I think she's going to retain. I just want to know, want you to know, by the way, that means that you're lining up with Aaron, and it's never a good uh, idea I was going to say, that, that's like my you word for word. I think they're continuing to Why you guys have beef with Becky Balboa? I like Becky Balboa, actually. I they, was both, on they both retired <laughs> yeah. and came back. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. So I just want you to know who you're sleeping with in this situation. You're you're sleeping with Aaron, okay? Yep. That's wow. your bedfellow you there. Go ahead. The other two of you, that's so true. Okay that, but that's strange bedfellows, my yeah, friend. Very strange. Um, yeah, I'm with it. Mix said everything I wanted to say. So uh, go yeah. with Mix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that Becky's going to win, but I think she's probably going to win, I would think, by DQ or something like that. Something that allows there to be a continuation. And the feud's going to continue, and I, I think that Becky's going to win. I guess the only question is when they get to Survivor Series, are they going to do like a, a women's Women. They, they've done so much. No, of that. Pro- you know what they're probably going to do is they're going to have the, the oh the raw, the raw women, versus women versus SmackDown women. women. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Becky as well because I just don't think it makes any sense to take the strap off her this quickly. But I love Alexa Bliss, so you know, Jesus Christ. I don't think anyone would have a <laughs> Trust problem. Me, with yeah, it right. No doubt. It, yeah. All right. Next match, uh, we got Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Migs. <laughs> Man, ah. Again, I'm gonna go with what I what I want to see happen. I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, so uh, I'm <laughs> man. I was a little weirded out by these the the, the the way they've been building this, but it finally kind of made sense yesterday. I, I love everything that Randy and Bray were doing, so uh, it took a while for me to really kind of get into this feud. But I'm I'm digging it now, and of course it's probably the end of the feud. But uh, I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt winning this one. They gotta let him win a pay per view. I mean. Jeez, at this point, like, <laughs> I would, can I can I do the bit? Can I do the bit? Is yeah. that okay? Can I do the bit? Yeah. Is Bray Wyatt in the match? <laughs> I believe he is. <laughs> he ain't winning. He ain't winning. Here's my thing. I was sure that Randy Orton was winning this match on Sunday. I was sure. And then, well, mostly because it involves Bray Wyatt. Yes. Yes. And then the way that Bray walked out of the match and lost to Kane going into the pay per view. I feel like one of two things happens: either one Bray Wyatt wins, or or <laughs> it's two, a weird concept, or two Randy Orton wins. or two or two. Why is Bray Wyatt in the company? <laughs> what, is, what, is, right. what is his purpose of being right. in the company? Um, Do you guys remember a guy that has lost so much as he's lost, and it, yet it has not impacted the the. The, the passion that the fans have for him. I mean, it's it's unreal. At what point are they going to realize that? Well, this is why I don't know that they feel like they need to have him win. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, they, they don't have any reason to have to have Bray Wyatt win because somehow they've managed to keep him relevant despite the fact that you couldn't tell me the last time but, he won. By the match. way, AJ, what did, you, what did you think? You were really high on the uh, the vignettes last week. What did you think yeah. of them this week? This week it was it was different because it was Randy Orton leading it. And I right. kind of liked right. it, and I liked, I liked the concept of Bray sitting in the – Sell, yep. quote unquote, talking to Sister Abigail and then being able yeah. to get out through that. I thought that was a really cool touch. And I think, I mean, I think that you can continue this feud, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if, I think if Bray Wyatt wins, the feud continues. And I think if Randy Orton wins, it's done. Do you think this leads to the introduction of a Sister Abigail character? I hope not. Yeah, you just wanted to continue. I like the mystique of yeah. the. Okay. Of the yeah. I think a Sister Abigail character is. There's no way to not make that hokey. Or ve- there is a way, but they wouldn't go that route. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Um, 
This is so difficult, right? Wait, so did, so did you pick Bray? Yes. Okay. Like, I just can't fathom not picking Bray here except for the fact that it's Bray fucking <laughs> Wyatt. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, everything about me wants to pick Bray, but I'm just gonna go with Randy Orton because if this is what, if I lose because of this, I'll live with myself, right? Like, right. if I lose because I did the, con- I used the yeah. conventional wisdom of picking against Bray Wyatt, I'll say, you know what? I, I went with it because I went with it and it made sense. If I lose and I and I pick Bray Wyatt in the process, you're gonna be like, "What? I'm what a fucking you? idiot! I'm a big, I'm a stupid idiot." Is exactly what I am. So I will, I will pick Randy Orton. Uh, I'm going with Randy Orton as well, and partially is because of is Bray Wyatt in the match. The other thing is, I really feel like. Uh, we're about to see Cena and Ambrose kind of splinter off, and they need someone to no, come and up. Orton and would make and, a lot and of Orton sense. is yeah. that guy. So I think that Orton wins here and then moves into a program with uh, AJ. Also, you know, it's been a minute since he's won something. Like, True. but but also they got six weeks after this pay per view, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't. I think I would not be surprised at all mm-hmm. if instead of Cena and Ambrose splintering off. If they did one last Cena and Styles match for the belt because AJ pins Ambrose and doesn't pin Cena. Right, right. And Cena looks good the whole match. And I think they could do a big final blow off at Survivor Series in a no DQ match or whatever you want to do. And I think that would be really big for both those guys yeah. and for SmackDown. It wouldn't suck. Yeah. I mean, it just all also depends on what they want to do with Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, True. that also plays a role here. All, all right. right. Uh, next uh probably the best thing on the card, Miz, Dolph, career, yes. title versus the career. best story. Best story, and I think it's going to be the match of the night. And I think that as well. All right, Steve Miggs. This one's tough. I agree, dude. That, yesterday with the Spirit Squad, or uh, on Tuesday night with the Spirit Squad. Amazing. And all that. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal. It was Amazing. Like, oh, and Miz is firing on all cylinders. This is the best I've seen him. Um, I'm torn on this one. I, crap. Uh, I'm go- again going with my heart on this one and who I'd like to see. I like to see Miz stay as the Intercontinental Champ. I feel like, as we know, you can retire more than once in the WWE. Uh, I-, I wouldn't be shocked if if Dolph is kind of taking a little bit of a break after yep. this. So I'm going to go with Miz. I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised by any of those things either. I'm going to go with Dolph, however, because I, I like hot Dolph Ziggler at the moment. Like I, Again, it's easy for me to say this is too easy to just have this end with Dolph winning and saving his career and all that, but they have planted enough of a seed that you genuinely don't know what's going to happen that I don't think having Dolph win is just predictable now. This is what I was talking about with like the Cesaro thing where I said there's no way that you just have Cesaro go down 0-3 and then win four straight matches. It's far too predictable. I don't right. think having Dolph win is too predictable right now because I think they've done the work necessary yeah. to make you genuinely believe that you don't know who's going to win this match. So I think they can have Dolph win and still have an element of surprise and a good moment and get everything you want out of it. And, by the way, I still think Dolph could end up leaving at some point soon. I don't think Dolph winning means that he couldn't walk away a month from now or something along those lines. So True. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Um, I've been going back and forth. I'm going with Miz on this one. I think that, quite frankly, I think it would be best for Dolph. I think it, it would be good I, for Dolph to get away for I hear a while. You. And, and this is a nice, you know, a nice way to do it. And it helps Miz. It helps Miz. Like, I didn't think there was a whole lot that they could do in a match to really help, help Miz's character. This is something that'll help Miz's character a lot. The one thing that was odd, though, was on, I, I heard about this on, uh, Talking Smack last night, is Dolph openly said on Talking Smack, well, going away might not be the worst thing in the world, because I could come back later and the, you know, I, 
I wouldn't get stale, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say if it's him. But I, I think it goes into trying to make it seem like it, unpredictable. Yeah. I think it all goes into they're trying sure. to tell a story yep. that you don't, you legitimately don't know what's going to happen on Sunday night, and they've accomplished it. Yep. And I, and I agree. I. Mm, not you know it's, I'm gonna shut up. I picked off Ziggler. That's my yeah. Pick. And I'm, I'm I'm going with Miz and my pick. I said it last week and I'll say it again. I think the best thing to do here would to be give the belt to Dolph. Have Miz have that month leading up to Survivor Series where he tries to get it back and doesn't for one reason or another. And that way, at the end of November, you have a Miz who is as good as he's ever been. I think this is the best he's ever been. Yes. And I think around Royal Rumble time, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow we had a babyface champion or we had Miz turn babyface because, as Aaron said, people love the Miz right now, and that's usually when they decide to turn a babyface. I would not be surprised at all if the main event – well, not the main event, but one of the main events at WrestleMania was the Miz versus whoever the SmackDown champion is – for the belt, and I think that is going to be what it is at WrestleMania, and I think the God, way you get so. <laughs> there is to have him drop the Intercontinental title now, have a month and a half building up with Dolph Ziggler to try to get it back, not mm-hmm. get it back, but still be his great strong self in the process and build on and go to the next level. I think that that's the best way to go, so and you're I'm going, going with Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Wow, we this is where we all split. We yeah. have two and two here. That's good. I like it. We got two and two in three yeah. different matches. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. This yeah. is great. Un- unlike uh, like last paper deal, we fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do we pick all the same <laughs> matches except, except the one, one that's a draw? And then that one match doesn't no contest. <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened. All right. Uh, triple threat match for the title. Final match on the card. Uh, There's only six matches. Well, there's also him. well, Kurt Hawkins yeah. is supposed Hawkins to wrestle, and yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, but um, yeah, blind it, pick. Are we picking? Oh, by the way, they that. should probably do Mojo and some. Like, they should probably have another tag team they will. with Vaudevillain or something. Yeah. yeah, it'll probably be the Ascension or, or, or Ascension, yeah, or American Alpha and the Vaudevillain, something like American that. American Alpha versus Vaudevillain, Ascension versus yeah. Hypros. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, Migs, you got to find if when the match comes up, you got to text me your picks. Yeah, right? If Well, we can hit you up on Twitter. If they announce another match, we'll hit you up and we'll get your pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Uh, but anyway, the triple threat match here. All right. So, Mix. Ooh. Um, ah, crap. I-, I love what's going on between these three. Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with AJ, man. I think AJ is – I've been a fan of AJ forever. I never thought he could get better, and somehow he keeps getting better. I do miss him. Without Gallows and Anderson, I thought when he's a heel, he works better with the three of them, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I- I'm going with AJ Styles. I think he's going to hold the title, uh, and I'm curious to see the, the Ambrose factor in, in-, in this match because the buildup has just been awesome between him and Cena. Uh, the three of them work great together. I've been really happy. I'm, it just cements why I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you guys. I think you uh, I think you've said it before. The SmackDown brand is just so much fun to watch right now. It's like yeah, it is. I, I, I fast forward through a lot of the Raw stuff, but I don't fast forward through anything with the SmackDown brand. I, I I love watching all the matches, and I think it's just been phenomenal. And I'm going with AJ Styles. Huh. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, Aaron, the pun was intended on that one. <laughs> Interesting fact about this one: this is the first time that John Cena has been in a pay-per-view main event since November 2014. Eh, I mean, they, that's it's. I just I, I saw that. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's weird. But they they, they took the belt off him. They took the belt off. Right. He's been doing right. the U.S. title thing. It's right. just something interesting. To see. Um, 
I think AJ retains it. You don't finally, you know, do what everyone wants and put the title on AJ just to hotshot it. That being said, unless you're giving it to Cena, I was gonna say <laughs> there there is a part of me that wonders, man, Cena. This is at the right time for Cena. It really feels like the right time for Cena. I can't pick it because it would be crazy to take the belt off of Styles now. But if there was a time for it, <laughs> I'll look at Clutch Race. I'll let you guys keep talking. Okay, keep talking. Uh, there's a time for it for a surprising title change. It would be now. So who are you picking? I'm picking AJ. I am also, <laughs> I am also picking AJ Styles. Huh. Huh. Oh, here we go. Do you have a question for us? Go guys, there's something I wanted to know. <laughs> I just, just, a, just a question, if you don't mind. All right. Uh, John Cena. Yes. The, the, the guy, you know, the, the, the guy, the, cha- the, the champion. Nikki the, Bella's uh, non husband. Yeah. Yes. Is he in this match? Uh, I, I believe he, so. I think he is. That's really weird. I know how it ends. Do you? John Cena wins. <laughs> wow. You had the same question the last time yeah. against AJ Styles. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. No. I was going to no, say, John honest, Cena hasn't won a singles match on the pay per view in a, which quite is, a while. Which is actually part of the reason why I'm more inclined to pick him. You know what I mean? Right, because he can't lose right? four singles four matches. Four straight or... singles matches? Uh, well, it was, I guess technically this is a. It's not a. Whatever. I, I cannot fathom him taking the belt off of AJ Styles. I just can't fathom it. Now. The storyline, the, the scenario that involves John Cena, and we talked about this before, which is I can see all three of them a way you could make all three of them win. Dean AJ Styles off. pins Dean. No, if Dean pins John Cena and vindicates himself, all the shit he's been saying this whole time, and then AJ Styles can say, "Well, you didn't beat me," and then now you go back to Dean and, and AJ, AJ, and you could also have the whole thing with. Both of them feel like they're better than John Cena. Now you had John Cena character development, which you always like. I like John Cena character development. I like him doing something besides the shit that he always does. Um, I'm going to pick AJ Styles, believe it or not. I'm picking AJ Styles. To win. I, I, I don't know the last time was that I picked against John Cena. When did I actually pick against John Cena in a match most recently? I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever done yeah, it. Yeah, I probably haven't. But I will pick AJ Styles. It's just that there's no sense to doing it right now, which of course means they're going to do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sealing my fate here. Yes. They're definitely going to give John Cena the title because I'm picking <laughs> against it. There's no doubt about it, but I will pick AJ Styles. All right. Now, uh, Migs, I also need you to, to, to settle something for me. Uh, you, you and, uh, AJ are boys, right? Like, okay. yeah, right? Like, it's your guy. Uh, AJ, uh, delivered to me. Yes, that's what we both like chocolate pudding. Mm, that's not where I'm going. Not where I'm right. going. He, to me, delivered the... No, I just lost it for a second. Oh, are you there? We got him? Migs, can you hear me? Oh, son of a bitch. Hello? Uh, you're cutting in and out on me right now. Uh, I don't like anything about that. Can you hear me right now? Okay, I got you now. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. All right, all right, very good. So, uh, Migs, AJ delivered what I believe to be the dumbest tweet in the history of Twitter, and possibly <laughs> in the history of takery, of all takes... The worst take in the history of takes last week. I got a lot of support for my take. When he said, and I'll, I'll, AJ, I'll allow you to, to use the, uh, the actual phrase, because I did enjoy the phrasing that you used. Um, the poll asked was, are collard greens trash? And the answers were that you could pick, or yes, yes, bruh. And the third one was, come on, bruh, you know they trash. So, because collard greens are ass. And that's what he went on to say is that collard greens are ass. I think it's the single worst take he's ever had. And I think it's the worst take that any human being has ever had. And I'm going to decide whether or not I respect you based on how you weigh in on AJ's take regarding collard greens. So I just want to put that out there and see where you line up with this. <laughs> you know, oh, man, Glenn, I'm, 
you're going to, uh, I feel like AJ and I share the same brain at times. <laughs> when I read <laughs> that's it. Like, that's oh, it. All right, we're, that's we're it. done. We'll see it. You know, Migs, go, go get your hair done. <laughs> never listen to the Mega Cast. Never listen to the Migs Cast. Definitely never listen to DJ Migs on KSW in Seattle. Never listen to any of those shows because these are these are all that's idiots. Right. These are all idiots that I'm talking to in my life. I'm just saying, there's okay. a lot of people I, that. I I have to echo AJ and collard greens are trash. Sorry. They're so trash. So much. They taste like green. No, poop. they don't. They taste They're like amazing. when you don't have enough fiber in your diet. God, I hate you both. I hate you both. You know well, what? Well, I want to know what, what makes you love them so much. Are people not feeding you good food? No, no, no. It's uh, my my grandparents are from the south. They're from Georgia. And yeah, so are mine. They are trash. No, they're not. They're amazing. Now, as a kid, I did not like collard greens. I did Just not. Just like chitlins are trash, too. It's because they were green, and, and I didn't know how delicious they were. And scrapple is trash, too. God, man. You're, well, I actually... And liver mush is trash, well, I'm too. with you on all those, actually. We're in agreement on everything but collard greens. So. I would rather eat the foam Bro, did you get the greens booth. from this joint down the street when we were there? Dog, I've had so many collard greens. They're all trash. I, I don't try anymore. They're all ass. <sighs> I quit. You know what I mean? I don't even think I'm going to come back and do segment number three. Uh, <laughs> Migs, what can we... to take on Brussels sprouts, then? They're trash, too. No, I'm with you on Brussels yeah, sprouts, no, actually. No. Fuck Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Brussels sprouts. Uh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I've, I've become a fan of Brussels sprouts these days. Well, that, well no, it's, agent, I... that sounds about right. You're like 80, aren't you? So that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I am worried that, like, you wake up one day, because, like, I, my uncle loved liver and onions, and I'm, like, worried that, like, you reach a certain age... And you just wake up in the morning and you're like, shit, I like liver and onions. Or it's when you become an uncle. Like you Do you just remember the moment... that dog episode about uh, liver and onions? Oh, I vaguely remember that. Great episode. That's yeah, no good. Liver and onions. Yeah, no good. All right. All right. Uh, Migs, what, uh, plug away. Meg, Migs cast. I almost did it again. I almost did it fucking Meg again. Cast. Migs cast, mega cast, and the show. What do people need to know? Uh, you know, I, I'll just throw uh, some love for the Migs cast today uh, just because uh, we interviewed uh, Adam Copeland, Edge from the WWE. Uh, it's on this week's episode of the Migs cast. Hey, Aaron, got that movie interrogation. Why don't you so get us Edge? Good. They got Edge on the Migs cast. What do we have this week? Kevin fucking Thorne. Hey, Kevin Thorne's awesome. Actually, Kevin Thorne is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I'm Kevin Thorne, I'm pissed. No, I mean, I think, I think Kevin Thorne understands he'd be a little bit underneath Edge on the list of great guests this week. Dude, it was great. We interview him, and I, he's a big Seattle music fan. And I mentioned I went to a studio where Pearl Jam recorded 10, London Bridge Studios. And told him about – I saw the piano that they played black on. And his response uh, during our interview goes, "If you take, because he said – he got my cell number because he's like, when I come to town, I want to go check this studio out. But I might, on accident, take a dump on the piano because I'm just going to be so freaked out about it. Like, <laughs> it, was just, it was one of those moments where it's like even he said, he's like, it's so nice to talk about just random Seattle music stuff. And he was cool, a great man. interview. That's cool. Uh, super I cool think we're all so on the same page, though, that Alan Stone is the best thing to ever come out of the Washington area. You love Alan Stone. He's fantastic. Dude. You love him. He's He's his voice he's does not match his look, but that's what makes him even he's more. He's white hard. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he's really good, dude. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. He's really good, bro. He's hey, very, hey, very hey good. Mix, I got a question for you. The, these two guys don't want to go to NXT. They hate wrestling no, and don't want to. Shut the fuck up. Do you want to fly cross country and uh, sit second row for NXT uh, on Saturday? I, I'm in. <laughs> all right, there we go. I just happened to be going to the Penn State Maryland. I had to work. All right, I'm sorry. I have a job, Aaron. Yeah, the rest of us, we don't all get to sit around and write for Rolling Stone every day. Hey, I have a question about Aaron. Have you guys finalized? Are you going? Because I'm going to crash your uh, bachelor party if you guys actually do turn it into like a wrestling weekend in Vegas. I mean, it's I'm one hundred percent in, no matter. Yeah, where yeah. Right. I mean, but yeah. you are you are great. more than you are more than invited to the uh, bachelor party. And by the way, are you coming down to uh, Mania? Are you coming out to the East Coast for wrestling anytime soon? 
I'm hoping to make it happen. That's a that's a long trip, but I'm hoping I can hopefully make another radio road thing happen again. And uh, and uh, absolutely, if you guys are there, I want to be well, there you, with you guys. So you know, we're all staying at a, we're all staying at AJ's house. Like he doesn't realize that, but we're all staying at AJ's house because he's got having a house built in Orlando in December. Yeah, it'll be done so, in December. So you're welcome to join us. I'm going to say that on the, on AJ's. Yeah, behalf. you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll bring the collard greens, man. They'll be a party. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah, god. Means. Fuck right. And you, and you just got uninvited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, follow the man on Twitter. He is Steve Miggs. It's I'm Steve Miggs. I am yep. Steve Miggs. Uh, dude, we love you. We appreciate all the good word that you've given us uh, over the years, man. Uh, continued kicking ass in Seattle. And let's do this again real soon, all right? Oh, dude, it's always a pleasure. And uh, Oh, and uh, AJ, I know my boy D. Ted Smith wanted to just say, hey, how about them Terps and how about the Matha? The math is trash, but the Terps. <laughs> the Terps. I told him you were going to say that they're trash. I said, they're trash. I know what he's going to say. They're, they're so trash. But good, um, Maryland is going to be 5-0 and after this week. I'm, that's why I'm going to the game. So tell go. him I said thanks for that, but the math is trash. <laughs> and sorry we were sending you drunken snap pics of us right by the Maryland flag. Uh, a while back. <laughs> what? It's pretty great, yeah, do actually. Do you remember like, when you sna- we, we snapped you at like 8 in the morning? I think you Dude. were waking up. We were still up from the night before. We're like, let's send snaps to Yes, AJ. I do remember that, but I also, <laughs> I've got so, you got, I got so many random people send me snap. Snapchat right, mostly dick pictures. pics. Yeah, I know. It's usually yeah. dick pics. Some good ones, though. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. some good ones. That's good. No. <laughs> no, but I actually, I do remember that. I remember being, I remember being like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty great, though. It's pretty great. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty great. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. Remember when RVD was hitting on Ashley Macero after NXT at WrestleMania? Yes. Yes. I, I I wasn't there. We're so I know. Fuck all of you. We were, we were, <laughs> yeah, Migs was there. Yeah, Migs was there. Right, shut up, great. you jerks. Yeah, Migs. And soon cool. after that, it was in the news that he was no longer with his woman. I'm like, yeah, we were already <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> we had the inside scoop already. All right. And was it uh, Jeff Jarrett was trying to body slam people to yes. at the hotel? Yes. Yeah, and then uh, the Nasty Boys. Marty Jannetty also fell into the fountain. Yes, he did. And the Nasty Boys <laughs> yes. were making so many advances on Deborah that it was making me uncomfortable. Oh, God. How old is Deborah now? I don't know. <laughs> she was still good at them. I, I, you know what? That's the least surprising thing you've said today. When we come back in, he's actually a really good guest. Kevin Thorne is going to join the show. <laughs> You remember him as Mordecai from the WWE. No, you remember him as Kevin Thorne. Well, you probably remember him as Kevin Thorne, but all, he was also Mordecai. We'll yes, talk to him. He's almost as good as Edge. Uh, we'll do that next. I'm Glenn. That's Aaron, and that's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Hi, I'm Marietta English, president of the Baltimore Teachers Union. I would like to welcome all teachers, paraprofessionals, and school-related personnel back to school. We want to welcome all the new educators to the Baltimore City Public School System. This promises to be an exciting but challenging new year. We will have a new CEO who will bring new ideas, goals, and expectations for staff, students, and the community. We look forward to working with her. Following the general election, we will have a new president and mayor. We are excited about this election. Please be sure that you are registered to vote. But not only register, be sure to vote. You can register online or you can visit us at 4701 Mount Hope Drive, Suite A, our temporary location. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I wish everyone a successful school year. Thank you. (laughs) 
Don't miss Jim McKay Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 22nd at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is 12:15 with 11 exciting races, great entertainment on the track, and a collector's cap too. Don't miss out on the fun at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 22nd. Maryland Million Day. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, Ken Zalas here, KZ, from the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on PressBox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called the Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon, on the PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football Show. The PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon. PressBoxOnline.com slash fantasy. Third and final segment is Jotting Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event. A.J. Francis, now joined by a man who you certainly remember from his time in the WWE and ECW. And now he is uh, coming back to this area this weekend on Saturday night. He'll be at the Douglas Community Center in Leesburg, Virginia, for Primal Conflict Wrestling's Crimson Harvest. It's a pleasure to welcome in Mr. Kevin Thorne. Kevin, it's good to talk to you, man. Thanks so much for taking the time for us. Hey, man. Thanks, guys, for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. You are a guy that has had, like, the most fascinating character work over the years in your professional wrestling career. How much time have you, as, like, a professional, spent on wrestling versus just trying to continue to develop these incredible characters? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, as most people uh, can tell, I'm not the uh, greatest wrestler in the world, but I'm a hell of a character. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, man, you know, man, it, it's kind of, it, it, it's 50-50. It's just, uh, it's it's the little things uh, um, that you always find yourself. It's, uh, can you make your mind inventive when watching, you know, a, a, a TV show? You know, I always try to pick up, you know, things like, uh, right now, I don't know, uh, the uh, Showtime series, Penny Dreadful. Have you guys ever watched that? I have not. Okay, well, uh, you know, it's kind of about vampires and Dr. Frankenstein and all okay. this stuff. And it yeah. kind of, you know, kind of goes along the, the Kevin Thorne, uh, mantra stuff. And I mean, just, just watching that, you know, uh, you know, started the series, uh, like a week ago. Um, and I always do it when I, um, I always try to watch as much Netflix as I can while I'm doing cardio so I don't get fat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, like just watching that and you just pick up just, you know, just little things, you know, like, you know, costumes and stuff like that. It just, you know, all those things that are like out there that, you know, catch the eye to me, uh, you know, um, you know, make it that much better in wrestling. Cause you know, we're, we're supposed to be that larger than life character. 
Um, you know, and I mean, from way back when, um, when I was seven, starting in uh, Power Pro Wrestling in Memphis, Tennessee, you know, home of Jerry Lawler and, you know, Jarrett and all those guys, um, yeah, I saw one time of a guy sticking toothpaste in his hair and making spikes. So when I was seven uh, down there, I made seven spikes in my hair, and I would take toothpaste and 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 make up you know my hair all spiky and you know <laughs> red, uh, cool and stuff. And I had many fresh hair, let me tell you. But it was just like you know the little little things, man. You know, like I always just you know trying to make it out there. So you know, kids when they leave, you know, go, oh man, you know, you know. Kid, they can only pick up so much, but they can pick up something that's cool. Oh man, your hair's so cool. Uh, your jacket's so cool. That was cool. I mean, moves are, you know, always awesome for like the older guys, but if you really want to develop a, you know, uh, um, you know, a fan base, you start with kids. Yeah. You, you know, you, you, you grab them in because they, they, they believe in the superheroes and they believe in, you know, and, and you can grab them, man. You can grab anybody. What's the biggest miss? Like, what's been the biggest idea that you had for a character or developing the character that, like, you did once and you said, okay, that did not work. I will never do that again. Uh, There's got to be one. You know, um, I, I think it's more of the stuff that we, we could have tried, um, you know, um, with, with the vampire stuff. Um, I mean, we really didn't have very many misses. We just didn't throw the ball hard enough sometimes. Okay. okay. Um, you know, um, you know, stuff was catching on. We just, they just never, they would, they would do it and then they'd pull back. They would do it and then they'd pull back. Um, you know, my biggest miss was they never just let me just go. They, they would, they would start to get it and then they'd pull the reins back. Oh, you know, guys are, top guys are starting to complain because you're starting to get over. You know, they, push me and then they pull me back and it's like you know just just let me go i mean you know kind of like you know with matt hardy and tna right now they let him go and now he's getting over like gangbusters because they let him go they they let him just believe his character be his character and just go crazy and that's you know that's that's the coolest thing ever as a performer is is just having the reins and just being able to just try it all Great point. It's a great point, no doubt. And and I think when I first saw the Hardy stuff, I was like, "What the f?" And now, like, we're six months into it, and we think it's the greatest thing we've ever seen in the history of wrestling. You know, like yeah, it, yeah. It's you it's, know, it's like what the you know, these. I mean, those guys. I mean, they've invented themselves and reinvented themselves so many times, but always it it, it becomes ten times better than the last time. And it's I mean, you know, and that's the crazy part is because you know deep down inside. They are, I mean, they're, you know, two crazy kids from, you know, North Carolina that just are out, you know, a little bit out there, but it's awesome. As Glenn alluded to earlier, you've worked a lot of different characters. What is your favorite character that you've worked? My, my, I mean, I really like Kevin Thorne, um, don't get me wrong, but uh, Mordecai was one that I, I, I really, you know, that was, that was one that I, I knew we could have gotten so much more out of, and I and I just you know I screwed myself. Um, you know, I I, I I got into a bar fight and you know got in some trouble and just had to go away and um, you know that kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, Mordecai could have been. I mean, God, the stuff with me and Taker could have been just insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would have. It would have, it would have been so out there, and there's so much we could have done with it, um, you know. And that's that's the one that I just look back in hindsight, and 
I just like stare at the wall because I'm just like, God, I mean, just seeing the stuff that you, we could have done um, with it, um, you know. And, and again, you know, we were talking about doing character stuff. I mean, at that time, I went and bought an entirely white wardrobe. I didn't wear anything but white. <laughs> Wherever you saw me, I had white. White bag, white this, white that, white, you know, I looked like Colonel Sanders everywhere I went. <laughs> You, you know, and I mean, you know, and that's, you know, that's that dedication to a character, you know, that, uh, you know, some guys, their character's on TV, but they're not, they don't live it all the way, you know, and granted, I'm not a vampire every day now, but, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that, you know, that swagger to you when you're out there, too, in the public eye, you know, and, and, and be that character, you know, out there in front of people, too. Can you just kind of take us through what went into the Mordecai character? Because that, that's always been kind of the what, all times what ifs. You had these great promos, these great vignettes, and then, you know, yep. for, for one reason or another, and it was a great character. It was going to lead to Undertaker. But what else did you see as uh, Mordecai being if things had gone well? Oh, man, it would have been, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it would have been a lot like uh, Bray Wyatt now, um, you know, but except I would have tried to win. Um, unfortunately, Bray never win. Uh, I love Bray to death. God, they need to give that kid. They just need to let him win. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. We're with you, bro. We're on, we're on the same team. You know, God, it's so awesome. But we're going to make you lose tonight. And, you know, we're going to build, and then Kane's going to come in and squat you. And we have no reason why. I mean, it's just, you know, there's a guy that, you know, can do so freaking much. And they, it's like they – Never just—he's—he's he's a lot like like I was. They just never give him the ball 100. percent I mean, they should. I mean, he's—you know—great performer. I mean, great in-ring talent. I mean, great bloodline. Jesus, just give him the ball. Um, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, man, Mordecai would have been. Uh, I mean, I, I think it could have stirred, could have ruffled some feathers and everything else. I mean, originally the original. Vignettes. I mean, were you know there was the candle and the cross and stuff, but the the original vignettes um, and the idea that I that I had pitched to Vince and we were gonna do, and then they couldn't get a church to allow us to do it was, um, you know, basically, you know, you have this this guy in a confessional and he's sitting there and he's confessing his sins and all this other stuff, and then next thing you know, this fist comes through the confessional and he grabs the guy and rips him rips him through, you know, and and that would have Mordecai was this re- religious zealot, you know, that, you know, sin, 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 but really and truly what was going to be discovered at the very end was the God that he was preaching about and the God that he said that was coming and everything else was Vince McMahon. Huh. You know? So, I mean, you know, we were, we were alluding, you know, to Vince being God and, you know, he thinks he is. And, yes, that's you know, a fact. It, it yes. would have worked out perfect. That would have worked <laughs> out really well, actually. He is uh, Kevin Thorne, uh, Primal Conflict Wrestling, this Saturday night in Leesburg. It's Crimson Harvest. You can find out more by going to primalconflictwrestling.com. It's, Kevin, it's so funny that you bring up uh, Bray Wyatt because there is still this obsession or that we're enjoying these out-there characters, right? Like Like Broken Matt. Like like Broken Matt Hardy, like all of these guys. Do you you feel in a way like what you guys were trying to do there was on the cusp of what we're seeing now? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, um, I, I think it, you know, it, it could have been, it could have definitely been that, um, you know, with the Mordecai thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's always would have, should have, could have, you know, um, here's the, here's the important question. Know, was the bar fight worth it? Like what, what, what happened? We need to know this now. Like, cause if it no, was, if it no, was just, the bar, the, no, man, it was, uh, yeah. 
basically a guy decided he was going to try to hit me and my, or hit my wife with a bottle, and I kind of okay. intervened. Yeah. And that's worth it. And it was totally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And if you've seen the if you've seen the size of my head, I kind of got a kickball size head. And when my head meets your head, you normally don't win. And it just <laughs> um, it was you know it, it, you know hindsight being hindsight, you know I should have been. I should have been hit first. I should have just let him hit me with the bottle, but who's to say I wouldn't be, you know, like Noble and, Dude. you know, Alberto and stuff and cut to, sh- cut to shreds right now trying to defend myself. You know, and that's that's the problem. You know, you, you, you fight, you know, you protect yourself first in this day and age and you're in trouble. You get, you know, hit for, you know, you got to, you know, being a wrestler, you got to take it first because you're, you know, a trained fighter and all this other, you know, other stuff. Little did I know that I, you know, I, I, I worked my head butt and, you know, I barely hit him and, you know, he's just a pussy, but, you know, <laughs> know, no, you but know. This is important so. though, because if, 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 if it, this had just been nothing other than you got drunk and like you're an idiot, you know what I mean? Then, then I think you would have great regret, but I think the fact that you were like actually standing up for your wife and doing the right honorable thing, I imagine when your head hits the pillow at night, like you're probably saying, you know what, dude? I did what I needed to do there. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I look back and it would have been a lot worse if I hadn't have done what I did. You know, the, the guy had Absolutely. a bunch of friends and everything else. And uh, May, uh, Maven and Sly were there uh, at the time, and we we're in Louisville. And it would have it would have got a lot worse if I wouldn't have did what I did as soon as I did it. Um, you know, because after I did it, everybody's like, "Oh shit, we're not messing <laughs> with the guy with the big white hair." You know. It was, you know uh, it, it, it was, it was like, oh God, you know, um, and that was it. And I mean, I never lost control. I never did anything. It just, it was just a brief second time that, you know, I look back on and, you know, Kesara, I got a great life. I got great kids. You know, I got a great family. Here I am today. You know, I, I, you know, I have no regrets, yeah, you know. Speaking of, of regrets, but not on your side, but I think you kind of alluded to it earlier. You said they didn't quite run, run with this. The beginning of ECW, when you show up as a vampire, and people are questioning immediately because they're like, why, why is a vampire? But you get over. Between your entrance, between Ariel, between your work, it gets over. What, yep. what do you think happened there? Man, it was, um, I mean, it was just one of those things where they would, they would give us, you know, Dusty would give us the ball. Dusty loved it. Dusty would give us the ball. We'd start going with it. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know why it would, they would pull it back. And then, you know, it, it would, you know, they'd pull it back and have us get beat and everything else. And then they, they would, oh, screw it. Here we go again. You know, and that's like, you know, uh, you know, had great battles with Stevie and, you know, a couple, a couple other guys. I mean, I, we were, uh, Rob Van Dam and I were tearing it up on house shows and they're like, you and Rob Van Dam are, you know, we're, we're going to put you guys together. We're going to put you guys together. You know, we definitely want to see this, you know, and, and then, they wouldn't. Um, and then, you know, right before all the Benoit thing happened, uh, and Benoit was supposed to win the belt, um, you know, I, 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 the week before I was, uh, was eating with uh, Benoit in Louisville, uh, we had a show at, uh, uh, at OBW, a Six Flags show that we went in and did um, for, for Danny Davis and stuff. And, um, uh, you know, we went out to eat that night uh, with Chris, and, you know, he said, hey, I want you to know, um, you know, um, you know, they're going to more than likely put the belt on me next week. All this other stuff. I said that I wanted to work you. Oh, you know, that following weekend we were in Georgia and all this other stuff. I wrestled Benoit every night. We had freaking hellacious matches. We beat oh. the crap out of each other. 
Um, you know, and then, you know, whatever happened, I still don't know what happened because I just, I, I can't believe that he did it. I, you know, I won't get into that, but that's, it, it's just craziness. And then from there, it was like, okay, um, I got lost in the mix again. It was like, okay, where are we going with this? You know, what, what are we doing? It just, it just would never, it, it would, it would go and it would start to stop. It would go and start to stop. And they just needed to let it go, you know, and they never did. Do you think that they pigeonholed you because he said he wanted to work with you and then the whole situation happened huh. and they wanted to stay away from him as much as they could at the time? Uh, yeah, maybe. You never know. Who knows? Uh, you know, I, um, it, it, you, you try to start rationalizing some of the thinking sometimes and you just never get it. You're I mean, right. it's for, as genius right. as it is sometimes, uh, it, it's, it, you know, too, too many Indians trying to, Please the chief, you know? Yeah, I hear you. What, what was it like being part of that rebirth of ECW? There's a lot of mixed feelings about it. What From the inside, what was it like? I mean, for me, it was great because I got an opportunity to, to, you know, to shine, you know, which I, I wouldn't have, um, you know, and, and, and got brought back, uh, you know, because they needed guys. Um, you know, from an original aspect, you know, Dreamer and Sandman and Sabu and RVD and those guys – you know, I kind of see it as it was, you know, their pro their old products was kind of getting hoard out and just kind of used, and it wasn't the same as you know that, you know that Maverick mentality that they that they had. You know, um, you know Heyman was a genius. I mean, you know, he took guys that were you know very average looking and everything else, and he made them superstars. But he also he made his company superstars. You know, you 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 know. You very rarely, you know, RVD chance and Dreamer chance maybe, but for the most part, you always heard ECW, ECW. And he, you know, he made it about the company. And, you know, the company was so, so over. Um, you know, and I, and I think, you know, at the time that we, we started all that was the time that Vince was really trying to back, back stuff down and go PG. And it wasn't a company that was PG because it was, it was based off of, you know, getting that adult fan that, was tired of, you know, milk and cookies, eat your vitamins, you know, the Hulk Hogan era that was before that. These kids have grown up now. These kids were, you know, eight and nine during that time. But now, you know, coming in the start of ECW, these kids were 16, 17, 18. They wanted sex. They wanted violence. They wanted, you know, they wanted rock and roll. They wanted the drugs. They wanted all that stuff. Kelly Kelly to get naked. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, and, and, I mean, you know, and they wanted that. You know, so, you know, the the, the – the cookie cutter character crap wasn't getting over, and you know that style of uh, of wrestling was, and you know, and Paul Heyman, being the genius that he was, saw it and started building it. You know, and you know, not till the Attitude Era where you know they started, you know, uh, you know, DX started, you know, being that radical out there stuff. That's the time that you know WWE started, you know, on the upswing again, and you know, wrestling hit that boom. You know that we may never see, you know, that we'd love to see again, but. You know, it, it's hard. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, um, so you know. Now going back to that, you know, here it is. We're starting this, you know, ECW, but we're we're basically milk and cookie ECW. You know, with a you know a vampire and a hot chick kind of. Uh, you know, with you know, and a couple guys that you know kind of already seen their time, and it was just you know it was Vince's vision, and he wouldn't let Paul do it, and I think that's what kind of you know, the fans kind of, um, you know, fought back against a little bit. Yeah. By the way, if I think that ECW had been called NXT, 
Yeah. I think people would have loved it. And I, I truly believe, I feel like when they went away from ECW, ECW yeah. was great. Yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And, and, and people fought against it. They didn't, they didn't like being fed, you know, the letters ECW when they, they knew what ECW used to be. They wanted the violence and the sex, you know, they were getting right. that, you know, that mold. I mean, you know, different, different time and era. Yeah. I mean, next is, the next guys are killing it right now. They're making names for themselves and they're selling out venues and, uh, you know, and, and having these great shows and, you know, and, and really, you know, uh, you know, putting on just phenomenal wrestling. No doubt. Um, no doubt. You know, and, and, and that's what's exciting is, you know, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, uh, Cornette would like to, would try this with OVW and he wanted to get OVW guys in the Battle Royal and try to get them that exposure and they would never do it. So when, you know, guys coming out of OVW would, they'd have to like start from scratch you know, basically on, on the WWE product and, you know, whatever. Where these guys, uh, you know, in Next now, they're already known. You know, they're known before they're even up there on the main roster. So when they come out, you know, the, the Bowers, the, you know, the, the Sami Zayn's, the, you know, the Owens, all those guys, they, they, you know, they're already known. It makes it so much easier for them to get over because, you know, they've, they've already got that street cred, you know, being on Next. Coming out now, you know, onto the to the main roster. You know, it you know, it's exciting. No question, no question. All right, here's Kevin Thorne. He's going to be at Primal Conflict Wrestling's Crimson Harvest this Saturday night at the Douglas Community Center in Leesburg, Virginia. You're going to want to be there. Great card, by the way. Uh, Drolix, who's their champion, is also now the champion at MCW. He's on the card. There's a lot of great stuff coming up on Saturday night. You're going to want to check it out. Uh, primalconflictwrestling.com is the website. Kevin, what can we plug for you, man? Uh, in social media, website, T-shirts, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, man, basically, um, uh, the Kevin Furtick is um, my Twitter. Uh, start following that. Um, you know, I just really started getting back on Twitter and social media again. Um, it's, uh, for Facebook, it's Kevin Thorne Furtick um, out there. And, uh, yeah, that's really it. Uh, if you like Pro Wrestling Tees, go there. Uh, Kevin Dash Thorne for a T-shirt. And, um, uh, you know, just follow me on Twitter, and you'll you'll pretty much know where I'm going to be next because I always, you know, keep everything up to date and, uh, you know, let, let the fans know where they can come find me. That's awesome. Hey, Kevin, we really appreciate it, man. This was a lot of fun. Look forward yeah. to seeing there Thank on you. Saturday night, and uh, let's do this no again. Doubt. You guys gonna make it to the show? I hope we're trying to. We're trying to get there on oh, Saturday man, night. Don't try. Don't well, try. Hey, we all, all, right. all right, all right. I definitely can't be there because I'll be at the Penn State Maryland game in Penn State. <laughs> oh gonna... well, there, there you go. Hey, uh, let's put it this way: I am fighting a hurricane to get there right now. I've been on the phone with, oh, God. with every major airline right right now, trying to get it all there. I may end up driving myself eight hours to get there, so I make sure I don't no show this thing. So if I can do all that, you guys can be there. Come all on. right, all right. We'll do everything sure. in our power to be there as well. Given, given, a, given a game tickets, that game, I get that. But other than that, if you don't have anything else to do, <laughs> no I mean, come on. All right. Hey, Kevin, thanks, man. We really appreciate you taking the time. Hey, man, no problem. Look forward to seeing you guys hopefully on Saturday night, man. Great stuff. Appreciate Kevin Thorne hopping on with us. Honestly, way better than I realized. Like, when we were like, oh, we're going to have Kevin Thorne on. That's fine. He killed it. Yeah, yeah that was great. That was cool. I enjoyed that. Dude, the story about the bar fight is a ten and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if, if you're in his shoes. Before then, we thought, we, we, what were we saying? We thought he was let go because of he was too green, is it, what you it, said? It's, see, I think, because at least, you know, according to, to the Wikipedia timeline, the bar fight happened when he was already in uh, OVW for a couple months. So it might have been a... You know, he he kind of went down, and then they and just kind of yeah, I got you. Yeah, they they cut down the uh, Mordecai because of that. Would but. you be good? Would you if you look back on it and you were in the same situation, 
dudes yeah. going after your wife, yeah, yeah. and you yeah. end up losing Absolutely. your career. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, so appreciate that. Go check them out at Primal Conflict Wrestling this weekend. Now, um, let's get into a quick count for this week. We don't have enough time to do a top five, but let's get into a quick count because there's some things we haven't talked about yet, and we will start with the announcement that began on last week's episode of NXT of the second uh, an- annual Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. classic. What, what do you think of uh, having just making it an annual? I didn't realize it was going to be an annual I, thing. I, I, like figured, it. I figured yeah. it would be. I think it's cool. It's something to look forward no, to. No, I, think, it's, I think it's really good for NXT because just you need these kind of events. If you're going to have a real thriving brand, yeah. you need these kind of events where you can put a whole bunch of people into something. The WWE uses the Royal Rumble as it. Yeah. You put a whole bunch of people in, and through your storytelling, you can make new feuds and enhance current feuds through that. And I think that's good. I feel like last... Last year, you know, you did it with the, with Joe and Ballery, but you didn't. I didn't think they fully embraced what it could have been. In, yeah, in, and I think they realized it with the Finn yeah, and Ballard. Exactly. I mean, uh, I I Finn think Joe. I think it's a great point, and I would say the other thing too is that when you only have um, takeovers once every few months, you need something else that sort of breathes some life yeah. into your show, other than just doing it week in and week out. So I think it gives a lot of life to it. So and yes. talking about breathing life, the uh, the rosters that hell. have been released for this. Uh, it is. Let, let's just go down this list right now. Uh, well, you know, let's, let's go. So we we are filling out our own brackets, right? We just filled them out before we uh, started recording this segment. We started filling out brackets, and what we are going to be doing is our own little in-house bet, where the winner will get both the losers will purchase the NXT T-shirt of choice for the winner. Right, like yeah, one so the winner. Yeah, the winner gets two T-shirts. Oh, yes. one T-shirt from each of the I losers. I didn't realize that actually. If you yes, yeah. you lose, you're buying, buying a t-shirt, T-shirt. Okay, no matter what. Yep. And the winner is getting two T-shirts out of the cool. deal. All right. So these we'll go by. We'll go through. Yep. But as we go through the first round, yep. we'll make our pick for just the round, and then we'll all individually yep. talk about what we see happening from there. Okay. So it's it's an interesting mix of teams. There's three types of teams. There are the established tag teams. There are the you know, take two popular guys and put them together, right. and then there are the guys who they're just like, we need some exposure for these guys. Yep. We get uh, the top of the bracket here, and the bracket, if you haven't realized yet, has been fully released. They released the teams, and not until this morning they released the actual well, bracket. We, yeah, we taped on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, top of the bracket, you got TM61 against Sabatelli and Moss. Sabatelli, the former NFL player, uh, Savvy Piscatelli, who we saw in, uh, what, was, what was the NXT show called? Breaking Ground. Breaking Ground, yeah, we saw him a lot in that. And... Uh, Riddick Which Moss, who has probably also never been, watched. I did not. Riddick Moss, who's also been, he's kind of been on the verge of things he's been done in uh, NXT house shows, but we really haven't seen much of him. And uh, TM61 is obviously the established team there. And uh, that's who I'm picking. Um, I okay. went with TM61 as and well. I'm going with TM61 yeah. as well. All right, next you get to the most intriguing thing. Team Aries, Austin Aries, and Question Mark. Ooh. There's, Ooh. there's Ooh. one Ooh. person who I can think Ooh. of who would make sense for Ooh. this. It's it's a I hope it's more of a, I really think it's an I'm hoping thing more than this. Uh, back in 2004, 2000, the, the mid middle 2000s in Ring of Honor, there was a stable called Generation Next. If you're about to say the name T.J. Perkins, I'm going to shoot a load. It's not T.J. Okay. Perkins, <laughs> but Austin Aries was the leader of this. They they were a great stable. They they also had a tag team. They were tag champs. It was Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. Oh, that would be pretty, pretty good, too. We know yeah, Roderick Strong is out too. there. If you're looking for a reason why there's a mystery there, yeah. that would be a pretty be good pretty reason good for it. Too. Wow, that would not suck whatsoever. Who are the other guys? Because I don't know them. Um, I don't really. They're, they're guys. So Yevich and Knight. Yeah. I'm asking Bobby Knight probably is the most exactly. likely scenario. 
That's probably, probably who that is. Yeah. I mean, he's got plenty of experience I'm, with hitting chairs. I'm going to so. probably go with Austin Aries. You think you're going to yeah. go with Team Aries? And that's yeah. the God, I'm hoping it's Generation Next. That'd be awesome. Oh, man. Uh, okay, we got, uh, yeah, the awesome team. This, of is when it start, this is when it starts beginning to get difficult. The first two, I feel like it was easy to yeah. make those picks. The rest of the first round, it starts to get kind of get difficult. Uh, yeah, Hideo Itami and Kota Ibushi as well, that, a tag team. I, that boy, that's just the worst. I'm really <laughs> angry they put those guys together. That sounds like it would suck. And uh, they're going. Wait, AJ, you like the bit where they they put two Japanese guys together? You yeah. like when they what, do that? What, bit? Wait, what are you changing right now? I had to change up something, but it still works for me. <laughs> because because you think it's going to be Aries and Alex er, and uh, and uh, Roderick Strong, so now you've. Changed. No, 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 no. I was just I just thought of something uh, about right. storyline. Uh, Tommy and Ibushi against Lindsay Dorado and Mustafa Ali. Uh, Boy, which I think is probably going to be the best match. It's in the first really time. good. I but mean, I, there, there are some really good matches. Later on, you get the revolve, revival against Almas and Alexander. There's a lot of really good matches. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Uh, I'm going with the Tommy and Ibushi. Yes. As am I. So we're three for three, right? And then? Yes. Uh, you have Perfectly Glorious, who I cannot wait to see their entrance. Ty Dillinger, Bobby Roode, going up against Sanity. Which we know really nothing about. We, we've seen if, the vignettes. Right. There are rumors that maybe, you know, just kind of going based on who they haven't used, that maybe Eric Young is involved with it. But, you're, yeah, there's not a whole lot there right now. And you know what? I think this is going to be my upset of the uh, first round. I'm going with Sanity. Oh, I picked Sanity as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I picked Dillinger and Bobby Roode. Okay. Yeah. I picked Sanity because I don't think you run vignettes for something and exactly. then have them show up and lose their first match. Yep. I just don't think you do that. So I'm picking Sanity. Yep. Same here. All right. Uh, Authors of Pain against the Bollywood Boys. That should also that, tremendous. Yeah, that that should be a really, really good match. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Authors, Authors of, of Pain. Pain. As, as am yeah. I. Uh, no Way Jose and Rich Swan, which is the well, tag team well, we never yeah, knew we needed. Yeah. <laughs> guess who I'm picking in this match, by the way. Just guess. Uh, Tony Nese against and Drew Gulak. Which, which yeah. doesn't suck in any way, right. which is amazing. But, but No Way and Swan. No Way Jose yeah. and Rich Swan awesome together. I don't, I, honestly, if that's what I lose by, I'm good. I just want to make sure it's known that I've So right now, no I'm the only person with any balls. Yeah, even you've, you've, you're the only one who's picked the match differently. In the first round, by the <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, the revival against Almas and Alexander. Also incredible, but I'll go the revival. Revival as well. And Gargano and Chapa against. Uh, now this is interesting. Uh, Ho Ho Loon and I said this is Wa- Jimmy Wang Yang. Yes, exactly. no, no. This is the. Um, remember the Chinese guy that they, yes, signed, they signed? That, that him, yes. big, that's Bing who this Wang? is. Bing Wang yes. or Wong or whatever. I'm going Gargano. And Gargano and Chapa. All right. So now things get interesting because Aaron and I have the same next round. The only difference that AJ has is he has TM61 facing Atami and Ibushi. Mm-hmm. So, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. He has a Tommy and Ibushi right, right, facing Dillinger and Road. No, uh, right, we have right, Sanity. Right, yes. Sorry. I was ahead of myself. Yes. So, so let's just, let's just run through this now. We don't have to. Uh, who do you have is your final four, AJ? My final four is Team Aries, Atami and Ibushi. Okay. The Authors of Pain mm-hmm. and Gargano and Ciampa. All right. I have, uh, Top three, and then I have the revival instead of Gargano and Ciampa. Boy, this is great because we're all, we're, I'm totally different. I have TM61 Insanity. At the top oh. of the bracket. I just, again, I, if you're running this many promos for Sanity, I don't think you have them take a quick loss. It's Tommy and Ibushi, though. I hear you, bro, but like, I don't think you need to push the two of them together. I, I, I don't know that Ibushi, because especially when Ibushi isn't signed, I don't know that he comes in for this if he's not going far. Especially when you're putting together a, a star-studded... Don't, don't we all kind of agree that he's he's here now? Like, Don't we all kind of he's, agree? He's still now? doing pro doing uh, interviews where he's like, no, I am not signing with WWE. So you couldn't have him lose and then have him work anyway, a program with Itami Itami? and Ibushi 
that's the biggest star power in this. I feel like they want them to All go right. far in this. All right, and I don't think but, they should have had matched up with Sanity in the second round. I think that's dumb. Um, then I have Authors of Pain and the Revival. Okay. Uh, who are your finals, AJ? My finals are Tommy and Ibushi versus the Authors of Pain. Ooh. I have Itami and Ibushi against The Revival. I have The Authors of Pain against TM61. All right. That was my original final. Yeah? Yeah, it was. Uh, all right. And that's what I changed because it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and now your champion? champions are The Authors of Pain. Are the, the Revival. Are The Authors of Pain. Yeah. I also have The Authors of Pain. All right. Dude, they're, they're pushing them so hard right yeah. now. Like It makes sense. They're because making if them you look unbeatable. At the path, if you look at the path, we all – well, you picked The Revival. But I think you have Gargano and Ciampa beat the Revival there because it's clear that they are going for Gargano and Ciampa to get another title shot. So if you have them beat them See, there in that match, you can justify the, 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 the problem. The, the problem with that is I don't know that they. I, I just don't know how long Gargano and Ciampa are sticking around because if this is running through Takeover Toronto, like are, are you having them stick around as a tag team in NXT that long? I just I, that would be my question. Yeah. And I, I basically basically my thought process was whoever wins between Revival and Gargano and Ciampa, I had winning it, and I ended up going with Revival, but right. I could easily see write your damn name on this thing so we can't weasel out of our picks later. All right. So but I'm, I'm either way, I'm excited for this. Oh yeah, it's Th- tremendous. This is going to be great. It's tremendous, and and God bless NXT for putting wrestlers that we like on on WWE Network, and I have to watch. And so that's the way that it goes. In fact, honestly, I almost wish with the Cruiserweight Classic, and I know that I complain about how much of a burden it is to watch so much. Yeah, it's like when you talk about how WWE needs more content on their right. network, and you don't watch any of it. Well, I just would like it to be separated a little bit, just <laughs> not tar- every consecutive I'm night. I'm talking about breaking ground oh, and yeah. holy yeah, foley. Way too much. On top and... of all the wrestling I have to watch in the course of the week, you know, I don't know if you know this. It's football. Season. Not sure if you've heard. Sure. I know because you play, you don't watch. You're more of a player than a watcher. But the rest of us watch football. That's I the watch way that it goes. From time to time. Um, my argument would be almost that you do the two-hour thing. That you do an hour of of tag classic and an hour, an hour of NXT. That would work. I mean, I would say that you've got the content to be able to do it. You sure as shit have the personnel in order to be able to do it. You still have a whole women's division that's not involved that you can use during the course of the thing. Like it seems to me that you'd be able to handle that. But there you go. Aaron, you're the gatekeeper. I'll go the, hold on uh, to this side. Yeah, the picks. I don't know why I'm letting him be the crooked commissioner. That's right. After we let him screw up our fantasy league last year, we're going to really let him fuck this up too? That's right. God, this is really dumb on my part for <laughs> yeah. just handling that. I just know that I won't bother to check. So that's the reason why I'm giving it to Aaron. All right. Uh, next. Um, TNA or did. Or as, as oh, yeah. or, Kevin or Thorne would say. NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Um, TNA did have their pay-per-view on Sunday. I will have to admit, I have no idea. I, uh, I, well, the only thing I watched of it was, honestly, they put the, the Great War online. Oh, you know what? I did watch some of that. I did watch some of that. Which was, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. It was, it was what you wanted out of it. Exactly right. It was exactly, it was, I assume you, you haven't seen it yet. No. Basically, they did it where they, they, you know, they brawled in the ring, they went backstage, and then they cut to a pre-recorded, just like, ridiculousness and uh you know they fought backstage they fought outside into universal studios they did all sorts of weird crazy stuff and then they came back to the ring and ended it and jeff hardy did a swanton bomb through two tables i actually saw that yeah yep and they won and it was was, was wonderful who's the champion now the champion is still Bobby Lashley. And the grand champion is uh damian sandow oh it is okay all right very good so um they got their pay-per-view on, so good for them, I guess. I'm, we're going to do this every week. And uh, Co- it looks like Cody and Brandy are going to feud with Mike Bennett and Maria, which is... It's not terrible. Yes. Yeah, that's not terrible in any way. I'm, I'm good with that. Wasn't yes. Mike Bennett on his list? 
I believe he was, yes. Yes, yes. I think you're right. There were a lot of guys on that list, though. It's a pretty long list. He's knocked out a good chunk of it by this point, too. That's that's cool. All right. And then uh, finally this week, a story (laughs) that must be discussed. It is truly the story of our time. As uh, Ric Flair apparently um, smashed Halle Berry. Yeah, I'm glad that you put it that way because I was trying to figure out a more delicate way to, to describe it, but I think that works the best. Yes, Ric Flair alleges that he had sexual intercourse. I'm just saying, Halle Berry, it was big time news, and if it wasn't true, Halle Berry would have. Oh, she's denied it. Yeah, she came out and denied it. She did? She, she did. Yeah. Yes, she, she came did. out and denied it. I don't believe her. <laughs> I, I trust me. I would prefer to believe Ric Flair in this situation. <laughs> yes. I want it to be that way. I also don't know that it really matters one way or the other. Oh, it just, doesn't matter as much as I want it to be true. It matters far less if it is true as much as I want it to be true. Sort of like uh, the way that people feel about our like uh, presidential election. Facts don't matter. It's what you want to be true. That's also yep. True. So I'm gonna go with that for this. I don't care if Ric Flair actually had sex with Halle Berry or not. I just <laughs> want it to be true. I the, the idea of that. Of Ric Flair. Woo! Yes, all of that. I don't know how old it would all ever, like, I don't, yeah. I, he said it was, said it was 94, 94. Like, but she had broken so up with David Justice. So how old is he in 94? Well, he's now 67, right? So, so in 94, he's in his 40s? I can see it. Yeah, in the prime right. of his life, making more money than he ever made? Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. I mean, I, like I said, I just want to believe it. <laughs> Whatever yeah. the truth is. I This is like the X-Files thing here. I choose to believe. Yep. All right? I'm just going to go with that. I choose to believe. And this is not to disparage Halle Berry in any way. This no. is Ric Flair Ric we're Ric talking Flair. about. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. If you're going to sleep with an old white guy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, That's, you pick the one. Yeah. You're at the top of the list. Him and Bill Clinton are usually the two <laughs> that people would think about if they're going to the top of their list. And like George Clooney. But we all agree that the best part of this is that, like, the Space Mountain thing, right? Yeah. Like, we all agree that's the best part of the story. Woo! Space Mountain might be the oldest park, oldest ride in the park, but it's got, got the, the longest, longest line. line. Yeah. Woo! I, lo- I mean, how long has he been saying that, too? Like, ah. it's been a long time that he's been saying God. that. God bless him. God he's bless this guy. He's the best. Um, I just want I want every Flair story. I don't. It, yeah, Halle Berry is just completely inconsequential here. That's another thing here. that I'm super excited about is uh, the WWE on the WWE Network. Another show that Glenn won't watch is um, doing the doing the like true stories told by. It's like basically like oh. you know the old like the old Comedy Central show. I forget what it was called, but it was like it was comedians doing. It was like there was the audio of a comedian doing stand up, and it was. Like the picture, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. pictures of the story they, they being used to drawn. do it on like Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing they're, cartoon cartoon versions of stories that like old WWE wrestlers, wrestlers are telling. Yeah, and one of the ones is Ric Flair on a private jet with hot stewardess. <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be wonderful. Like yeah. I, I, I had thought. God uh, bless. I, I had. You know, baseball season is over. I'm gonna have a little yeah. bit more time. Now. I, I had come up with the idea of like a drunk history for this, but that is basically yeah, the same, same thing. Concept. Yeah, no doubt, that's the same concept. God bless Ric Flair. God, I love. Him. All right. Uh, I guess we're winding down. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it for us this week. Let's get to the plugs. AJ, you are on Twitter. At AJFrancis410. And then uh, let's get to the Francis Sports Academy. Yeah, Francis Sports Academy off and kicking. We're actually doing a, a, a food bank drive. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, now uh, you get a reduced rate on your training if you bring five uh, canned goods. We're trying to uh, where, do, where do you need to bring them? Uh, you bring them to the session itself. Okay. Uh, so we'll be in Jessup. And it's at, uh, I forget the name of the place, but all the information is on francissportsacademy.com. You can follow us on Instagram at francis underscore sports if you want to get some training in. And also, 
you want to donate canned goods to a good cause, it all goes to, well, I don't know if my dad's doing the same place, but we usually go to Sarah's house, which is in uh, Severn, okay. right, out, right outside of Fort Meade. It's a group home. And this is the time of year going into Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? like we, this, is, this is where they need most donations. Yep. It's the same place when we did a, a school supply drive. We do the same thing in September for the school supplies. And uh, it's it's a good cause, and you're going to get good training. We do uh, Brenda Freeze's kids come out. And That's cool. We got both her sons in there, and they're actually pretty good at basketball to not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. You know, their mom's Brenda Freeze. Uh, but, you know, we got a bunch of kids out there, and if anybody wants to come, K-2-12. Now, Brenda Freeze, she's the defensive back for the, the Tampa Miami. Bay Bucks. Oh. No, she's not. She's actually – the women's head basketball coach at the University of Maryland. Well, has she ever done she, anything? Uh, she's been to like four Final Fours and won a national championship. Mm. Stacey. Doesn't ring a bell. Got to be honest. <laughs> just not ringing she's a really bell. really tall. Yeah, she's really tall. You're well, compared to bit. Aaron, yeah. Well, that's true. We're all really tall well, compared yes. to Aaron. <laughs> but she's really tall. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome, man. Uh, you said Instagram. What's the Twitter? Uh, Francis underscore sports. Same as the Instagram. Excellent. Very good. Uh, and we don't. I guess this week we don't necessarily have to give another shout-out to BJ Mix, but we will anyway. Because we love those guys and appreciate Steve Miggs hopping on with us uh, in the second segment. Aaron, you are on Twitter. At the AOster. We are on Twitter. At Johnny Out Show. We gotta do more. We gotta. It's, yeah. It's on you. You're, you're the mayor of this whole thing. You're the governor. Yeah. I'm doing the most, I'm doing the most tweeting from our account. That's not a good thing. I've never even been trusted with the password. Dude, I'll give it to you right <laughs> now. You can run the Twitter account, bro. Done. We just need to do something with it. Yeah. Including like, we need to get more people to follow us. Well, that's So too. let's work on that. Uh, follow at Jobbing Out Show and then Jobbing Out Show at gmail.com. And, and I do want to say, I'd, I'd really like, uh, we haven't gotten an email for a while. And I'd like you guys, if you guys are still listening, I, I want you to know what's your opinions of the show? What can we change? What can we do a little bit differently? Just like kind of give us some, a little bit of, uh, reviews here. Uh, you know, we, we've gotten kind of to a steady plateau on listeners. I want to know. See, Aaron thinks we haven't gotten a lot of emails, but we actually get those emails and, and most of them say, just make it the AJ and Glenn show. Make it the show. AJ and Glenn show. <laughs> well, you know what? If that's your, if that's your advice, I want to hear it. I want to hear what, uh, I just delete this because I don't want to hurt Aaron's feelings. So we actually uh, get emails all the time. Gotcha. And it's I mean, that makes the, sense. You know, AJ and Glenn show. Yeah. That's Billy like Jim might be honest. <laughs> Bill Jim, put a little Billy Jim in as the producer. Seriously though, I, I want to know what you guys think of the show, what you guys think we should change, whether you think that AJ should be uh, doing it from Skype from now on. What you know, anything that you guys uh, want to hear, we want to hear it. Maybe the, you don't want us to talk about wrestling. Maybe you want us to talk about something entirely different. There we go. Yeah, right. Race relations. Yeah, that I'd be a go- great candidate for that. That would that would be a, a hot <laughs> take and a half for yep. sure. Uh, yeah. All right. I I appreciate that. I got a hot take for you. Pastries greater than sign donuts. I would agree with that. Bam. Depends on the pastry. Bam. Oh, you're I, I, I won't. I won't give that a blanket statement. No, nope, I will, and I'll feel comfortable with it. And I do agree it. with you. Pastry is greater than signed donuts. All right. Um, thanks again to Kevin Thorne for joining us. Also, we, as we mentioned, we will be at Jimmy's on Sunday night for uh, No Mercy. I hope that you will come join us, Jimmy's. Yeah, mer- no mercy. You, you, no mercy. You can't say mercy anymore. Just like for, no, the, for the rest never. of the show, I'll never, never ever, ever. I'll never be able to say no mercy. That just sounds dumb because no mercy sounds so much greater. Like every time you hear it, you're like, "Well, I don't know why I had it wrong for so many years." <laughs> yeah. No mercy. Uh, well, yeah, we'll be there on Sunday night. I uh, hope that you'll come join us. I'm assuming there's trivia on Sunday night, so should be a fun time. Plus, you're at Jimmy, so. Jesus Christ! Maybe, uh, maybe uh, John's best friend Roman Reigns. Speaking, speaking of Jimmy's, did you see what uh, their latest announcement was? No. Jimmy's is giving away, giving a thousand dollars and twenty-four crab cakes to anyone who uh, turns in the guy who threw the beer can. That's pretty great. At uh, Hyunsoo Kim on Tuesday night. That's pretty great. 
All right, I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website for Aaron and for the main event. Vin. AJ Francis. Vin. This Vin. has Vin. been Vin. jobbing out. Vin. Jobbing out.